Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Realest Podcast ever. The Realest Podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Um, oh, we going? We about to be. Oh, my bad. <laughs> All right, there we, we had a little conversation behind the scenes. This joint was starting to go. Like, hold on, let's say that. All right, all right niggas. All right. Let's say that. First podcast ever, episode 146. I'm your host, C. Diddy. I'm Matt. Um, I'm in full rapper mode today, man. The jewels is out. I brought the bins out, everything. Um, I got a friend of mine here. Um, you know, somebody that supported us early on. Came through, did the show for us. He a hundred times bigger than he was last time. Yeah. And he still came back and fucked with us. On the love, man. That's my guy right here. The owner of Say Cheese Media, Say Cheese Digital, Say Cheese Records, a serial entrepreneur. Man, appreciate it. Sean Cotton. I appreciate it, man. I'm happy to be back. We happy you know. to have you, man. You and uh, it's been a long time coming. Shit, I, I was, I was the whole time. I'm, I'm, I'm literally uh, preparing for the interview. Everything coming up this week. I'm like, damn, that was two years ago. That's two years ago. For whatever reason, I guess my brain skipped 2020 because I'm not computing that 21. <laughs> so I'm looking like, oh yeah, January 2018. That was two years ago. Now that was three, yeah. three years and three months ago. Yeah, a lot. About it, like, definitely. 39. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a car lease. That was too 39 soon. months ago. Yeah, that was too soon. A lot, a lot has changed. A Everything has changed. Um, we've lost a lot of people since then. Yeah. Um, a lot of good happened too. Um, damn, did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Since you, then, you went viral since yeah, then. Yeah, I told Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they won before that, right? Was it before or after? No, nah, I think nah. that was before. What year did the Eagles win the Super Bowl? 2018, 17, 17 18 uh, year. 17. Okay, so it was. So you went viral before you came. But with. Super Bowl is 2018. Right. Fe- January. Uh, February. Yeah, so it was February. right after the so it was Super after. Bowl was right after you damn, came. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was February 18th. So I think yeah. we might have talked about that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think so. Because yeah. you can't, it was like January 11th or something like that was the day that uh, we did the last show. Yeah. yeah and then the so Super the Super Bowl was, was a month later. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So a lot changed. Eagles won a Super Bowl. We lost a lot of people. Whole yeah. pandemic happened. I was, we was just saying behind the scenes, I'm like, in the last uh, week, I heard 10 media outlets and 100 Twitter pages say uh post pandemic so i guess i guess covid is over they just canceled <laughs> yeah, it on their own it's a wrap it's a wrap <laughs> like people ready to get out, back man. to work atlanta was never closed down no texas no. wasn't either and florida they just never gave a, a fuck i can cuss right <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever yeah, you want florida yeah. never gave a fuck they was partying on the beaches and things like that so yeah you know down south we shit we was outside right sure. <laughs> what was the uh what was the the overall like tone in Texas and then like other places where because like you got business all over. Yeah. So what was the tone and just like the feel of different markets that you was in during COVID? Um, New York took it the most serious. Super serious. Um, but other than that, 
I mean, there was a period of time where everybody was scared and they didn't know what was going to happen. And then shit, the, the loans and the PPP loan shit happened and everybody, oh, listen, <laughs> everybody listen. was outside. Did you see the Alabama PPP loans yes. that got approved? No. The names of the companies? Wow. Free bands, LLC? <laughs> like, motherfuckers <laughs> were setting up anything to get paid from PPP. Yo, this shit is nuts. They twerk wow. something enterprises. They was going in. Dog. <laughs> But nah, yeah, after the loan shit, though, everybody was pretty much, you know, hitting their little licks and flying yeah. to L.A. And, you know, everybody was trying to make a way. I don't blame them. Yeah, you know for sure. But, yeah, the PP here go right here. It was one John I saw that I literally screamed. Hell cat me PPP. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, motherfuckers was tweaking, though. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody else social LLC. <laughs> Do they got to pay them back? Or is that well, what that? it is is all right. So the PPP shit is basically like it's, it's through the uh, SBA. So they had two programs. They had the mm -hmm. EIDL. That's the one motherfuckers was banging like two mil and yeah. four mil and all of that shit. That like the the, the Jets player got yeah, jammed up I for yep. bunch of niggas yep. out west. The, did you cover the dude that made the uh, I'm doing. I'm doing EDD fraud. The I record. think so. We covered a lot of that. We tried to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing song. EDD yeah, fraud yeah. song. So, fraud. so that was like this. They was hitting for seven figures because yeah. if you was on it early, like March, April, mm -hmm. before everybody knew about this shit, yeah. it was just it was open season. Light. It yeah. was green light. Yeah, 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 and they yeah. wasn't even asking for no documentation yeah. or nothing. We got this bread. We got to give it out. Yeah. Here it go. So that was that. But now the P so that money dried up. So now everybody doing the PPP shit, which is paycheck protection. So long as you pay, you Sixty percent on business expenses, mm. and you could document it. Yeah. They forgive the loan, hundred mm. percent. I see in Illinois they released the list of people. Yeah, and um, somebody got killed. Um, y'all didn't Damn. see that? Nah. No. Yeah, the whole dude. Uh, the Illinois they released the list of names, and um, they. Uh, oh my bad. Uh, yeah, they released the list of names, and um, the guys. I guess the the ops got the drop because they seen the name and the, the address. address in the guy. Um, <laughs> the ops is always up. Yeah. The ops is working 24 <laughs> The ops don't take it yeah. off. And then the dude took his, his seven-year-old daughter to McDonald's. I did that's, see this. That's oh, what happened. That was behind. That was behind the PPP loan I seen loan the story. List. I didn't know it was the yeah, PPP that's how. And he even said on Facebook before um, he got shot at and his daughter got killed, he was like, the ops probably waiting on me downstairs. So he knew it was coming. He Dang. just didn't know when. And all that was mm. because of That's the nuts. list. Yeah, seven year old girl got killed. Yeah, yeah. It, the way they, they at first they it got reported that he up. peed on somebody's grave. I and I, yeah, I saw that story. Yeah, yeah. Nah, they the had list. a video of him pissing on on the op's grave. Ooh, this the same guy. Same guy. I guess I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's a lot of nonsense yeah, going on he, in the streets. He, he lost sure. a seven year old daughter though. Like at the yeah, that's the the nutty part of the whole situation. Yeah. That's crazy. Fuck, it's ridiculous, man. So, uh, I mean, like you said, a lot has changed since uh, since you was here last over three years ago. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to urban media, I think of three people. I think of you, Vlad, and academics. Yeah. It's other people in the in the marketplace, but they don't really cater to the hip hop audience. They more so like if if some if, if a rapper slap his girl, they cover that. Like they cover yeah. the nonsense and yeah, not yeah. really like the music culture and a part of it. And yeah. you one of the few outlets that's still giving up and coming artists a shot yeah. and breaking artists. Yeah, I cover nonsense too though. I ain't gonna sit here and act No, like, you, you know do, but not exclusively yeah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. I'm not trying to be a world star. Like I know a lot of kids don't go to school no more. So um when they wake up and get on say cheese, I at least post two three two or three things a day that you can learn from. Absolutely. Whether if it's like wow facts or like 
Um, just shit that if you was to watch the news, you'll see on Say Cheese, like yeah. all type of crazy stuff like that, you know, you wouldn't probably know if you didn't go on Say right. Cheese. So I try to keep a really good balance to where though it's music, um, it's crazy news, it's things you can learn, it's shoes, it's fashion, um, it's the new artists, it's crazy things going on. It's crazy statistical facts. Right. Just little things like that. I want the kids that are on Say Cheese to, like, when they leave, when they click out of the app, they learn something. Absolutely. You know, so. so how do you des- decide what story is, like, noteworthy enough for you to cover on your platform? Because it is a real big platform. Um, we want people, kind of like, we want to we wanna post it that we know people are going to react to. Gotcha. So, you know... I think the world star method was people only thought that fights was something that people would react to. But people react to, like we posted the other day, the um, top 10 cities with the most black people. And they argued about that for two days. <laughs> like, damn, why ain't Philly on this list? Why is Chester on here? Yo, Percentage-wise. Yeah. Not what total people wise. argue about on the internet. It's, it's, is laugh, my, it's crazy. I don't argue about anything. I saw <laughs> a post on Facebook. There was 27,000 comments arguing about instant grits or regular grits. <laughs> I'm like, this is nuts, yo. <laughs> and it's like, duh, that's really how we are. It's just like people yeah. go on the internet like to like find shit yeah. to argue about. Right. Exactly. It's so. crazy as all hell. Yeah, so Do that's sugar really going spaghetti? Stupid mm-hmm. shit. Yep. Motherfuckers will argue for four hours off of yep. that shit. Like niggas will meet up over a LeBron and Michael Jordan <laughs> debate. Me and him talk about that. Remember the, uh, the Temecula? The, the Temecula shit Remember back that shit? Yeah. 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 Yep. Nigga yep. drove across the desert. <laughs> so I'm going to find this nigga. Talk about Kobe ain't top five. I'm going to kill this nigga. <laughs> like real shit. With a Kobe jersey on. With a Kobe jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> Temecula was crazy. Yeah, Temecula was the uh, yeah. original uh, that was on the, site. That was the genesis. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny as shit. So with with the people with up and coming artists, they like do you have a a method or is it just who you like or you talking I, about my art like artists that I sign like just in in general because so, you so twofold I guess like uh who who would you post and then who would you fuck with right like what do you mean uh, like as so, far as you posting like is because yeah. I know you get you a can lot pay of, to get on say cheese okay okay you can pay I, to get on say cheese but I show love all the time yeah right. like it's um kids who um, I'm more so saying I know you get a lot of content thrown at you all the time. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, it has to like, be outrageous. Yeah, y'all probably going through 10,000 pieces of man, content today. I can't say, like I even tweeted this morning about uh, Baltimore crab cakes. And a guy was like, yo, how you going to come to Baltimore and not fuck with the artist? I'm like, yo, I just want a crab cake. <laughs> it like, was lunch. Everything is about the music now. Like, I can't even enjoy myself. Yeah. Like, um, But, yeah, I get music thrown at me all the time, man. All the time in different many forms of way. I be having dudes. Well, dudes will send their girlfriends at me. And huh? Yes, that shit happens all the time. So is he like a girl will be in my DM? Is he, we'll offer, be talking, is he offering like, her up like, like a pimp? Like, no, 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 no. Like, fuck my girl, please. No, me and, and me take and, my demo. Me and her will be talking in the DM, and then she'll probably be like, "Yo, have you ever heard of Twenty? Have you ever heard of a guy named Twenty? And I'm like, "No, nah, like who's Twenty? Uh, this my it's this guy. Check him out. Check his music out. And just like that, that's her. Yeah. He sent her to my DM right. to do that. Because I don't res- really respond to guys <laughs> like that. Like, so, so wait, we're not fucking, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so this was all the first. Like, all right, cool. I get it now. 
crazy. That's crazy as shit. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, but um, it's a good thing to happen though. Like I find a lot of dope artists, um, um, in the DMs and yeah. you know different places, word of mouth and right. things like that. So, so let me ask you something. How did you make the decision? To kind of like transition, not because the, the media company is still the media company. Yeah. It is what it is. But transition to being a record executive. Did you feel like it chose you, or when, you made a conscious when, decision that I'm doing? When it? I when I got Rod Wave his deal, and then he went on the internet and said "fuck me." That's when I knew, like, yo, we have something. Yeah. Um, Glock Nine. I don't know if y'all are familiar. I'm with familiar him. with Glock Nine. He signed a 2.5 million dollar deal. He said "fuck me." Um, we have arguments. This shit's all on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you can look it up. Yeah. Um, and these guys, they make millions of dollars off of Say Cheese. Right. And these are artists that, um, you know, I found. Artists that I I brought to Alamo Records in 2018 during Christmas break. And like, yo, it's this kid in uh, Peter, St. Petersburg. He's the one. He had a song called Heartbreak Hotel that was kind of going up a little bit, but not really. So um, me and Rod, I told Rod Wave, I was like, yo, I just went to New York um, and, um, you know, I, I gave the end, I, you know, I put him, you know, I, I let him know about it. And you put the sauce he on He was it. like, yo, thank you. No, no, no. He didn't even say thank you then. Well, he probably did. But then he hit me up a week later after Christmas. This was Christmas break. Um, and, uh, oh, oh. Um, he hit me up at the Christmas break and he was like, yo, uh, thank you. That's when he told me thank you, but I yeah. didn't know why. And then um So he had signed a deal already. He signed a deal, but I wasn't mad at him though. Yeah. I was mad at the A and R's that I told that went behind my back. Right. Cause where's my finder's fee at? Yeah, exactly. So they signed him. Two months later, it was slow. It wasn't they thought he was gonna go up real quick. He didn't go up real quick. So uh Zeke from Alamo, he's not with Alamo no more. He called me. He was like, Yo, we need help with Rod Waves, like we want you to get in. And my ego, I was like, nah, fuck y'all. Cause y'all tried to do it without yeah, me. Yeah, y'all backdoored me. So I just I, I don't I lost a lot of money saying no. <laughs> right. When he called hey, me. Hey, Rod Wave just had the number one album he's in the country. He's the nigga. <laughs> so ever since then I'm like, okay, I have a real machine that yeah. if I really press the gas on the artist like Spot him, got him, he's my artist too. Yeah, for sure. Um it can go. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> all right, so you got uh, Glock Nine, Rod well, Wave, then I'm, then I'm no, 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 no. I'm saying, but they came through your, yeah, through your, yeah, yeah. through your incubator. Yeah, they, YK Osiris, Quando Rondo. We talked about TK last time. TK. Um, and didn't TK have beef with you too? Nah, he just kind of his family didn't like the way I was wording things because he went viral through Say Cheese, right? And we kind of, um, we kind of broke the news, um, before like the the majors, you know, the mainstream yeah. platforms did, because I grew up in this the same. Take K, the same city that he grew up in, I grew up in Arlington, Texas. Got you. So I knew all the insides before. Right. I knew about the 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 kid. Um, I knew about him robbing the guy walking the dog before anybody did. Right. Like that was just through the through the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, who else would you say that kind of like came through your system that you either <clears throat> missed out on as far as getting actually in on the business part of it, or just shit went left? When it was time to do a deal. Uh, Fujiano, they paid us for two posts that went crazy. The Baby Mama song. Yeah. And I think that's how Gucci signed them. I don't know. Um, that's, a, that's a groove, by the way. Yeah. It's, a lot, of, it's a lot of artists, man. And I don't want to sit here and, and, and make it seem like, you know. Um, I mean, you that nigga, though. Yeah, like, but I don't. So I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stick, you got at some point, like you got to stick your chest out and just let it be known yeah. because it's like the people that know know, but yeah. I don't necessarily think that the masses know mm -hmm. how much of 
culture you yeah. responsible for. Like I said, you one of the three kings of the hip hop media shit. Mm -hmm. Like, but the other two are kind of like more prominent than you because they don't mind sticking their face in the right. That's true. And like saying, "Hey, this is me." Yeah, that's true. But it, it's it's a lot of artists. I can't really think off the top of my head. But um, did uh the LPB Pootie come through y'all? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Damn, my God. <laughs> you, you, you you know your work. Uh, yeah, we um. <laughs> it's funny because when Glock Nine start acting funny, I was in Orlando. I was in the hood. Um, chilling with Pooty. This was when yeah. him and Pooty were real cool. Now they want to kill each other. It's crazy how the rap shit goes. That shit go. is nuts. But um, <laughs> I was outside of Pooty's hood and we were talking for like two hours. And I'm like, yo, we need to do the interview. Like, we we having a great conversation yeah. with the camera off. So we went to the park. We shot the interview. The interview was great. It's on Say Cheese now. Hundreds of thousands of views. And then I went home that day and I, and I uh, posted on Say Cheese. He has a song called Weatherman. And it went crazy. Offset was in his DMs right off the bat. Everybody wanted him. Everybody wanted him. Yeah, I could have got him, but his dad was his manager. And you know how the family thing could get real get, tricky. Get real weird, real nasty. So, um, yeah, Hot Boy kind of came through the system a little bit. I don't know if you know you know who Hot Boy. I'm familiar is, right? with Hot Boy. Yeah, uh, he got that song "Don't Need Time." Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a lot. He's man. moving around with like Dirk and them a lot yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a it's a lot of them, man. So you briefly uh mentioned Gucci. What was Gucci issue with you in Say Cheese? Um, I think Gucci wanted to sign Spot'em Got Him. I think he um wanted the he wanted me to give up Spot'em Got Him. And this was a time where Spot'em Got Him was at a real stagnant um he was at a standstill. But with his look, you knew he was something. Yeah. You know, he's just a character. Right. And um and Spot him got him has the record. The beatbox. Beatbox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's and that's double platinum, right? Well, it's about to go double platinum. Damn. It's platinum right now. Guess we get some claps yeah. for that for yeah, the double yeah. platinum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's about to go, it's about to go double platinum. It's platinum right now. I get I should get my plaque soon. Um, but yeah, that's and it's crazy. I mean, six months ago he was sleeping on he was sleeping on the floor. Right. Um with another artist floor. So uh, yeah, uh, it's crazy how things, you know, change. Real but quick, do, do, do y'all look at Gucci as the king of the trap music shit? <sighs> Damn near, yeah. Yeah. We had this argument the other day. Me and yeah. my homie, we were like screaming at each other, and I, I was like, "It's Jeezy," and he was like, "No, it's Gucci," and I'm like, "It's, it's Jeezy," and he was I, I like, think, "No, it's Gucci," and it was like, "It's Jeezy." It's, well, we did that for like ten minutes. And I it was, think. <clears throat> all right, so it was like record for <clears throat> record, Jeezy. At his prime is probably bigger than Gucci. Definitely. But Gucci's mm. arms and his tentacles yeah. strike. Like my so home my homie was literally like, no, nah, see, you the thing is you had to be in East Atlanta when Gucci was dropping the records. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was in Southwest Philly. Right. Hey. So there's that. Yeah, a lot of them records so, were super regional. They 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 didn't leave the Bible belt. But when you go there, it's like 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 people like in the aftermath for the Gucci and Jeezy uh verses. All the niggas from Atlanta said, oh, Gucci won because Jeezy's a hoe and he's yeah. a bitch and fuck mm. Jeezy and he never helped nobody yeah. and he don't have a hood. That nigga from Macon, mm. he's yeah. a pussy. He from Ohio. Like <laughs> This next record is called that, I Beat Jeezy Ass. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this next Everything record is called I Fuck Jeezy Girl. Yeah. Like, every single song was, was But at the end of the day, <laughs> who did Jeezy put on? Nobody. But does that matter in the terms of the it music? It does because your cultural it, impact. Cultural it impact it does. I agree. Gucci's from Nicki a phenomenal. Minaj, from Nicki Minaj like, to executive. Young Thug to Pee Wee Longway it, it, to Waka Flocka to Migos yeah. to, to Migos, Young Thug. His impact is influence. He got the two hottest young niggas out right now. Right now, he's Pusha still going. He can Fugiana. stop rapping as an executive. Yes, all day long. 
But then, like, he got records, like, with Migos. I get the bag. That shit got 700 million views. And when you he talk about, like, Bruno body Mars, of work, though, like, Jeezy Even when you, sure. when you leave away from the music, it's just, like, Jeezy was a phenomenon for, oh, for, for sure. from the street. He was, like, one of the first street phenomena. Yeah. That nigga, motherfuckers was getting sent home from school. Wearing for them shirt, them shirt. <laughs> shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That and doing the DX joint. Get that yep. shit straight the fuck home. Yep. So it's, like, I, I just, when I look at the music, Jeezy got too many of those. He do. You know yeah, we the, talked, the GMC van on seventy five doing tricks. It's just yeah, too many. We, of we talked about it here, like going into it, like if Gucci do this, 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 and this, he's still gonna lose the verses nineteen to one. Like it's just the records that Jeezy produces is at such a high level, mm -hmm. and he had them them big producers he with did. him. Yeah. Gucci, on the other hand, cultivated his sound by grabbing Zay and yeah. grabbing Mike That's Will right. and grabbing uh, all these other uh, eight hundred eight Mafia and all of them. They all come from fucking Gucci. That's real. I look at him like the executive work. Yeah, he you could put him up there like at the top of that. Yeah. At this point, it's like him, Ross, and guy. But as far as the like the them like yeah. when everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Jeezy was doing those mixtapes, and yeah. it just yeah, Gucci lacks uh, the mainstream hits that that are going to live on. Like I, I, I listen to Jeezy and feel like I drug dealer. Right. <laughs> As I think, no, seriously, motherfuckers really be like, yeah. yo, I play Jeezy on the way to my nine to five, yeah. and forget where I'm going. Have to like, it's like them records is just yeah. like how I look yeah. at they're it. They're too is, powerful. Yeah. I think that Jeezy and Ti are like the like the forefathers of the trap shit, but Gucci is like the godfather because yeah. he stayed in that in that trap mode like even to this day he's still producing the best trap records back in blood is his artist so he get the credit for that mm -hmm. that's gucci also yeah. Yeah. i don't know man do but the damn far thing as, far, just, at their, at their, but at their peaks gucci get blown out jeezy blow them out yeah, the water as far the as they peak artist to artist but when you add in all the other shit which is with the people in atlanta and that region of where they come from do they give it they give gucci the like them when the you nod. them even going down the, the like the lines like Jeezy just said so much ridiculous so much shit, shit <laughs> that it's just like I ain't had to open up a whole thing since ninety four like you just yeah. can remember all the, the like kiss line with the cooking a brick on the Foreman Grill is probably the most ridiculous line <laughs> in rap history. Outside of that though, <laughs> Jeezy got all. I'm gonna go Jeezy. Although Gucci's mad at me, I'm still I'm gonna go Jeezy over Gucci. I'm gonna go Jeezy. Over. I thought you were gonna go the other way because know, the way you worded it. That's why I said that. That's why I said that. <laughs> Even though Gucci mad at me, I'm gonna go Jeezy over Gucci. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like Gucci a lot. Yeah, I just at Jeezy's music was just—it's—it's it's too powerful. For whatever reason, though, it's weird because uh, Gucci had more staying power because he still got records that people care about now, and Jeezy can't give you a record. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to hear a Jeezy record. Exactly. Well, that's the, 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 the marriage and the hat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the hat on the album cover was strange. Like oh, the painter hat. Yeah, I rock my hat to the side like I paint pictures. Yeah, that <laughs> he had the little—he had the little Wayne hat. On. <laughs> yeah, that Joe though. Yeah, it's like he just, you know, like everybody, you said that shit. Sometimes the fans just fall off. Yeah, yeah we just listen, that's off. the most quoted shit in the history of this podcast, bro. It's the truth. We quote that shit every three episodes. It's like Rich Homie Quan, like, yo, Rich Homie Quan still got it. Like, people still want to see him win. It, I saw man. somebody the other day was like, if Rich Homie Quan and Thug would have held it together, we never would have had to worry about somebody. Because the fans, somebody. The fans, had, yeah. the fans felt like they had to choose a 
inside. And they chose You know how, like, in this rap shit, like, the fans are so engaged in this shit. Listen, I ain't gonna hold you, not on some weird shit. I'm 300 pounds. That fucking, what's Quan, I mean, uh, Rich Homie Quan, big song? Oh, uh, type uh, away? Uh, the, the, no, the, uh, the other one. The, Walk then. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, what the fuck is the name of the it? The ooh, 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 ooh shit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit, come on, I do the dance. <laughs> Where the fuck I'm at? That shit is all that. Like, that was a smash. Quan put out a dope ass album with Capital Motown before, mm. like, when Migos and QC first moved over. Yeah. He put out a dope ass album around, like, probably Some, something just I remember like, that blue. it came out in the summer. Um, we good? Something just blew. Yo. Like, It's good? All right, cool. We good? We good? Yep, yep. All right, yeah, we good now. All right, cool. Well, yeah, Quan had a uh, had a dope-ass album. Oh, restarted. restarted? <clears throat> From around what point? No, just like, how y'all doing? Like, if, 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 I'm going to cut it. Then, All right, cool. Can you hear anything in the, in the headphones? I don't even have my headphones on. <laughs> yo, yo. I can hear. Turn it off. Did it take you out now, too, man? All right. I, my mic, I can't hear. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, you. all right. We yeah, good, yeah, we yeah, good, we yeah, good, we good. All right. Oh, the, uh, Rich Homie Quan. Yeah, All right, cool. So yeah, no, like, uh, what? what do I gotta retalk about my dance? Yeah, you gotta retalk. <sighs> just to just to cut it, they gonna cut it. <laughs> you can go right to Quando, yeah. Right, 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 so really accent yeah, so versus Stone Cold Jim. So basically you were saying like sometimes the fans pick a side. Like Rich Homie Quan still got it. Yes, like the fans, they really feel like they gotta pick a side. Like, I mean, you see the beef these days, the fans are so um engaged with the shit. We like, talk about that shit a lot. It's it's the adversarial nature of everything. Mm -hmm. The whole like, culture. If, if like people are gonna see this and dead ass, somebody gonna hit me and be like, damn, but y'all ain't had no good waters. <laughs> it just motherfuckers is like that. Like you do anything. anything. Seriously. You, I, I had Cadillacs. I had like three of them. I literally went and got a Lexus. Motherfuckers like, so you, you don't fuck with Caddy no more. It's like, oh, is that the Lexus? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just that's how people is. If you do something that's different, you don't fuck with yeah. with that. Like right. people can't be a fan of Nicki Minaj and Cardi. And Cardi. And I had this like breakdown one day with my homie, and I'm just like, he's like, yeah, because I know you don't fuck with Push because you fuck with Drake so much, and I'm like. I actually just downloaded Push's new album. He yeah, was like, I actually like both of them. Like he was stuck. He was like, so you 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 like that joint? I'm like, it's phenomenal. And he was just like, <laughs> like one question. Wow. <laughs> like, dog, you can really be a fan of multiple it's things, bad. but literally, and hip hop is the worst. That might be the worst arena for it because it's like literally, if two people who are moving along stop. <clears throat> All the fans is just like I'm going over here or yep. I'm going over there, and I'm not yep. fucking with nothing he do, nothing she do. Yep. What do you think it was about Thug that made people say that everybody <laughs> go his way and everybody just leave Quan for dead? I mean, he was just more innovative. I'm about to say he's just a better artist. Yeah, like I, I love Quan to death, but just Thug is. I, I can't. I like Rich Homie Quan better than Thug. I like That's that me song. Personally. I like, I like <laughs> Rich Homie. Thug Quan. ain't got to dance, <laughs> but that like Thug's music, <clears throat> nah. I like, I mean, Thug is a character, so I feel like a lot of people bought into that. Like, 
Yeah. From 2015 to like 18, he was pulling all types of tricks and people bought into it. And he got a lot of street, street, like his street lore is big. Cause I, I, every yes. artist I've met that meet him be like, Thug is the realest nigga yeah. ever. And he's a gangster yeah. and fuck them every, dresses and like nah, everything. For real. Everything every, you, everything you heard about with Young Thug is true. Like, 100% true. He was really in the mud. Yeah. Like when hit when Ro him and Rallo grew up grew up yeah. beefing with each other and yeah. Rallo was like man me and Thug used to shoot at each other every time yeah. we saw each other mm -hmm. he was like but he's like but you know I just got a lot of respect he's like, I grew to have a lot of respect for the nigga and now yeah. I love him he was like I understand why people go so hard for him the way that they do he's just a solid nigga mm -hmm. like when Barter Six dropped I ain't gonna hold you I was like not mm -hmm. fucking with it because again stupid nigga because yeah. of the Wayne the shit. Wayne <laughs> shit <laughs> fuck this guy like, <laughs> that's how it was you shot a little Wayne nigga you crazy <laughs> Like, that's how it was. But then when I actually stopped one day and listened to Barter 6, I'm just like, this might be the best sounding shit I've heard this in like a, years. This is a masterpiece. I guess it, it really, I hate this term because it's so overly used sonically. Don't kill me, <laughs> the internet. But sonically, that album is, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. And then when he, what was his last show? So Much Fun? Yeah. I, literally, I, it was like he, every time I listened to it, I found a new track that I liked more than yeah, the. Yeah. He he's he's all that. What so much fun showed me is that he like heard all of the talk about oh thug he do a record here and there da, 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 he can't put together a dope album and then he gave niggas seventeen bangers and then came back with four more on the deluxe that was hotter than the first shit yep. that he dropped. Uh, he's reached the he's doing bangers with Ed Sheeran and shit like mm -hmm. it, like thug is yeah like yeah mm, yeah I, I I would take thug over that. Yeah, I like Rich Homie, man. I I, I don't know <laughs> Rich why. Rich Homie Maybe put I'm out stuck. a uh, put out a dope ass album with uh yeah. with, with Capital Motown before yeah. Migos and QC came over yeah. there. I, I forget what it was called. It might have been like I will never stop going. It might have been something. No, it was before that. It was the one before that. Yeah. I know it's when you talk about. He put about out a dope green. ass yeah, album yeah. and it had some records on there and it just didn't get no traction. Yeah. Now Thug has put people on. A zillion niggas yeah. fucking gunna. Lil Baby was. I'm about was to say, thug. Baby Gunner. Yeah, like, Baby Straight was like gunna. I mean, yeah. uh, Thug was like painting. Yeah. It was like, stay out the streets. Yeah. And then he said, the first day yeah. that uh, Gucci found out Baby was rapping, he was like, I want to sign you. I'll give you a million dollar deal. And Thug, like, chill. That's my artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Baby's ascension has been wild. It's, 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 His ascension has been it's, crazy. I never would have thought Baby would have came this far. Like. Not not from, from that September 2017 with just having my dog and a couple other yeah. records to where he at now, having a Super Bowl commercial. Nobody yeah. could pick that Like shit. when I first heard the joint with Drake, the... Uh, yes, indeed. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. My cousins is crazy. They mm -hmm. yeah, that joint. Yeah. And it was just like... Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. I'm like, he got four months. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, give it, give me four months. <clears throat> and literally, he had a, a stretch where yeah. every single thing I heard him on yeah. the 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 Life Is Good remix, the this, that it was just like when he made. Oh the, no, this nigga can rap. When he yeah. made the Woe record, he turned the corner for yeah. me because I'm like, he figured the pop shit out. Like he figured yeah. out what people want to hear in that pop lane but he's still rap like exactly. the verses he's still rapping i'm like he did the wayne shit like mm -hmm. where it's like this a poppy yeah. ass hook that's a dance record this and this but mm -hmm. i'm still rapping yep. and the shit went blew the fuck up went double platinum went number one urban and all that and yeah. it's been it's been on ever since rap is, is is i feel like it's so much bullshit that goes into rap now where it's like the talent really is like the talent yeah. is like fourth on the list. I was going to say fourth or fifth. That's like, exactly what like, I was going to say. Me and, me and Twani was just talking about core. And he asked me like, yo, what is core missing? Like, If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. 
And it's like, yo, Core is really, really talented. Phenomenal rapper. But he has no personality. Like in rap now, people got to want to look like you, walk like yeah. you, talk like you. The music is last. Yeah. It's very few where you can be Roddy Rich, make an album, I was going, and that's kick a, back. That's where I was going. <laughs> and kick back, on the, kick back from Instagram for like eight months without posting a picture. Yeah. It's only really four niggas in the game like that. Like Kendrick, J. Cole, yeah. Roddy Rich. It's, a lot of these niggas got to post and, and be on the blogs. and Because yeah. you'll forget about them. You'll forget about them. We talked them. about that a couple weeks ago. Like, literally, if you mm. take a day off, it's like, yo, we found some new shit yesterday. Exactly. Or you was in a crib. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went to the store? Oh, you took your kids to Six Flags? Oh, you took your kids to the park? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Let us know when you doing the 20 year joint at AC. What's up to that? You went to the park. You crazy as shit. Bugger. This nigga think we like him like him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We ain't from 63rd, pussy. <laughs> you like, what? <laughs> like, like, I was in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was in a hospital. <laughs> nigga, you told us 3 p.m., nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. My mom's sick. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, your mom will be Yo. real sick when you start missing a mortgage payment. Yo, real man. shit. You this take shit a day over. off in modern rap, you might be finished. So, so let me ask this. Do y'all you, do you think Roddy Rich is here to stay? He ain't going nowhere. I, I, I was on record on saying, I said, man, I said Meek should have mm. done, I brought Roddy Rich here to Philly for a party mm. when he was supposed to sign to D.C. And I, and everything was like, it was it was there. Like, it was at the finish line. And Meek just offered him, like, the worst contract in history, apparently. And it just went the whole other way because it's like, yo, you at Atlantic, you one of the three top priority artists at Atlantic. It's like Cardi B, Meek, and then Bruno Mars or some shit like that. Or maybe reverse the order. But you in Atlantic, and then he ends up signing at Atlantic, that is a fault to you as an executive because... Yeah. You blew. He blew the record up. Mm -hmm. He blew up a uh, die young. Yeah. His viral video with the with the fucking goat or the llama, whatever the fuck it was, made the song yeah. go crazy. A lot of people thought he was signing to Meek at at that time. I did. Like I'm, th I'm thinking like, <laughs> damn. Okay, Meek's in there somewhere. Like, yeah. He's in the black and white somewhere. He got to be in the paperwork. And then when he came out with an interview discussing that he's not signing to Meek, people was like, like hurt, they had. like confused. Like, like, like and then there was like a period behind the scenes where like. They was like at each other, like, yeah. and and I Rowdy found and out. Me? Yeah, yeah, I found out because I deal with you know with DC and shit, and they was basically like, man, <laughs> it, it was it was about to be up for a second. It was like real beef because that's a lot of money on the line. A lot of money. And then the nigga come out and do nine million with the box out the mm -hmm. gate, and you like. Fuck, I got a die behind this shit. Like the A and R, the box was such a big record that so it's like big. those big records is it's flip floppy. Mm. Like that big record could hurt. That big record, yeah. could, you're not because people be like, oh, you never lived up yeah, to, exactly. to to that. In hip hop, if you're not going up, you're going down. It's right, no, exactly. it's no straight. Yeah, it's in, no tread it's, water. It's none. <laughs> now he has green eyes, so they let green eyes niggas get extra <laughs> couple years. Like, and, no, real and shit. And when I realized, like, Eric Sermon's still running around. When I realized, like, <laughs> like he 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 does it's the truth. Yeah, when I when Ty I dollar sign, <laughs> little mama, these motherfuckers don't die. Like real shit, they stay around twenty. And they just gonna be around forever. It's real shit. It's like they always give you a couple extra years on the strength. When of I shit. when I realized that he could that he produced and played the fucking piano and do vocal production, I said, all right, he ain't going nowhere. Like yeah. it's like niggas that got real talent are like far and few between. In yeah, the, the real the real talent people are gonna have their. They're going to have a, a core. A core base that's just always going to be there. Exactly. 
Nas might never sell 10 million. I, I he's think, always going to go Rich gold easily. Wait, Roddy Rich is waiting too long, though. Yeah, I mean, in today's hip hop, like we just talked about, I think yeah. he's doing the Kendrick shit, where it's like he feel like he knows. Your mom's still at the hospital, dog. Like, damn, like you dropped the music. <laughs> I feel like he, I, I feel like it's the Kendrick shit, where it's like he know his value and he just manicures the shit. But the out longer of his you, the longer you wait, the better it has to be. It has to be but phenomenal. The thing, the thing, you be. can't. Ken, the thing with Kendrick is Kendrick is arguably the best rapper ever. For sure. So it's what like that, that's a different. No, I'm serious. Like I'm not saying he is the best rapper. I'm saying there are pe there are people who will fight you over There's four that million shit. people that feel that way. It's a lot of people who feel that way. So it's like Jordan left basketball to go play wiffle ball, but it's Jordan. If Dan Marley left to go play baseball, that, give that, a like, get the fuck out! Like, <laughs> what nigga? Like, Yo, I'm back. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. <laughs> so it's like when you reach a level of greatness, you can do certain things. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. sure. So it's like Roddy Rich is all that. I think he's a phenomenal artist, but like him and Kendrick aren't the same. Yeah, they're not the same at all. No. But I think I, I just think he's doing the Kendrick shit. Whatever reason, whatever advice he's getting, and it probably is the wrong advice, mm -hmm. he's doing the aloof artist. I don't do socials and I just pop yeah. a record out here Playboy and there. Playboy Cardi, Uzi. Yeah. Because Playboy Cardi is the, is like the same way too. He don't really play the socials like that. At all. But then it's like his lore of like the shit you hear about Playboy Cardi yeah. is enough to at least make you listen to first Like week. Rick Ross is an artist who doesn't drop often. Mm -hmm. Like it's it, at this point it's like maybe this year, maybe next year. Yeah. But it's Rick Ross. Right. You know when you hear it, it's gonna sound triumphant. It's gonna feel rich. Mm -hmm. You know, it, yeah, you know it's, it's it's a certain standard. He's not going below, right? Because he got a track record of 10, 11 albums that all meet a right. B or better That's standard. So I, I I think Roddy Rich is gonna be around though. Yeah, I don't mm. think he's going nowhere. And plus, it's like the West Coast got a lot of artists, but not a lot that matter mm -hmm. as far as people really giving a fuck yeah. about them. Yeah. Like every time Game tweets, yeah. Like, so it's like he could just we need another just we need another savior. He could just survive yeah. off just the West Coast, and he gonna go platinum every time yeah. if he do if he play the game. I remember right. I was in um I was in Compton. Well, was it Compton or Watts? I don't know. I did his his one of his first interviews. Yeah, I remember in the fucking hood, and it was like thirty Crips outside. And he didn't say one word. And this was when his first record was going up. What was that again? Uh, uh, Die Young. Die Young. And there was nothing you could have told me at that time that he would have been, been where he's at right now. Because he, yeah. he didn't say two words. <laughs> like, I'm like. So I, who did you interview? I Roddy interviewed Rich. him. <laughs> but, he didn't. but I'm talking no, no, because <laughs> we were out. Like we were, social interaction. Uh, yeah, we were uh, outside for like a whole hour. We were waiting on him. He was trying to get his fresh together. And his aunt, we was in his aunt crib and we got, we was just walking around. And he didn't, he didn't say two words to the 30 Crips outside. So I was like, yo, is this, is, is we cool? Yeah, like, <laughs> we, is, we, is we good? Like, is we the opposite? So, and this is crazy, like how, when, how he just leveled up. Like that yeah. shit's just like crazy. Let me ask you this, because that you just made me think about it. Going to all these different places, how does that like feel? Going, I don't do that no more. Interview wise, I was gonna ask that. Like, yeah. at what point do you? Because uh, when Zach TV died, I was I gonna gave say that they have an impact. Uh, on. He, he was he was really respectable. Um, he didn't cross lines. He gave everybody a chance. Um, he was a fair person. So. Yeah. And a lot of people look at me as unfair. Like, they'll see me blow up. and Why not me? Why him? Why not me? Yeah. Um, but with him, Zach was different. Um, he was more of a people's person. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more standoffish. Um, uh, I just, I don't know. I'm socially awkward. I don't know. I've always been like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I, I give you credit for doing it, though. 
Cause yeah. I wouldn't like you Zach. Zach was like going. I opened the door. Like, was too many niggas in, like, in here. Niggas was, Zach, Zach was in <laughs> niggas' basements, like yeah, all Zach types. Was of, like, yeah. Zach was like, when I seen him in Ebbets Field with the with the uh, GD niggas, I was yeah. like, yo, this might be going too far. Yeah, and, but but and Zach did a lot for the community too. Yeah. Like meeting with the mayor and just how can we stop gang violence? Like it was different shit he did off the court that yeah. people didn't see. Right. And for him to get killed was a wake up call. Cause I'm like, damn, like I ain't didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I ain't really, I, he's doing way more than me in yeah. the community yeah. at that time. I do right. a lot now, right? But it's like they took my boy, so yeah. I just fell back. And now I do a lot of my interviews remotely. I pop up on niggas every now and then and do it in person. But yeah, um, for the most part, yeah. I, I, you so, know, it's crazy, but like you ever watch like Viceland? <clears throat> yeah, interviews and yeah. documentary. I always question how the fuck like. If y'all are like in a dungeon, right, <laughs> with black tar heroin and credit card <laughs> machines, why is the white boy just in there in the room? You know what I'm saying? Like he'll be in the room because with him. Niggas will document anything. When I say niggas, I mean people. They be like, like yeah, no, we mix heroin in this anything. tub, <laughs> and, then, and it just be like, huh? I'm, I'm gonna answer that. And excuse excuse me over there, <laughs> but when when white people document something, it's more official. When if me and you let's say me and you go in North Philly with cameras out, they may shoot us for sure because they may look at us as the as the cop. Oh, these niggas is who niggas like on some police shit. Yeah, but when they come in, when the white people, my bad, I keep pointing at you. I don't know why I keep pointing at you, <laughs> but when 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 the white people do it, it's oh that's the news. Yeah, and they get in the camera. Right, is this a different feel? Yeah, niggas pop like that. I was gangsters thirty seconds. <laughs> so when I just said that to say when. Like, have you ever told one of your friends something, right? And they don't really believe what you tell them. Yeah. But when a white person tells them, they believe it's, it's, it's they stamped. Immediately it's stamped. <laughs> and, and, and that's how it is in the document world. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. When you come out with cameras, black men with cameras don't mix. In the 90s, if you would have had a camera in, in South Central Compton, you get shot. Yeah, North sure. Philly, any hood, Detroit, St. Louis. Somebody the other day was talking about our, like, you know, our changing over from teenager to adulthood and shit. Yeah. Like, I graduated high school, too. Yeah. So this was the Dipset, Rockefeller, you know, all of that shit yeah. was going on. G-Unit had just started. And we don't have, like, no pictures from none of this shit. Like, there are just no pictures from, like, exactly. oh. Oh six before yeah. that, there's just nothing. And there's, my man Rob was like, "Why don't we have pictures of none of this shit?" And I'd be like, "Because to have pictures, you would have had to been the asshole <laughs> with, the with camera. a camera, <laughs> like, not your phone." Hold I'm on, talking bro. about like Get the <laughs> like that, the like some stand up nigga, like <laughs> like sidekick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a strap hanging <laughs> on your wrist. <laughs> like you had to bring a real camera <laughs> to the to the whatever was yeah. going on. So it was like that really wasn't there. I'm not to cut you off. Yeah. I remember like 07, 08. I was feeling the day. I had a brand new, I had a LeSabe with fucking oh, dubs man, you, on listen, it. You had a LeSabe in the hood. You was you was him. I had a LeSabe with dubs on it with blue headlights with two kicker L7s in the trunk. You couldn't tell me jack <laughs> shit. And I remember I pulled up and hopped out with a digital camera and everybody left. And I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all not, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all trying to fuck with the pics. I'm, I'm not trying to get some pics of the whip. And you was, you was on your <laughs> 
You was on your My brother. Man was pissed. You was on your uh, brother Greg vibes. Yeah, because you had to have a real camera back in the day. Like yeah. you had to dead ass bring that job. My dad was a camcorder mm-hmm. nigga back in the eighties. Oh, yeah. this like joke. this from here with with talking to the mic. You just standing there. You had to really bring equipment, like to have pictures. So it's just it's none of that yeah. shit. So yeah, I could totally understand what you're saying about so, like the. I'm telling you with the document shit, they can go. To Mexico and Brazil and the most dangerous cartel. No, yeah. they be in poppy fields. Dead yeah. ass. Black, we can't do that. We're on location here in Vietnam. <laughs> you know The interviews from smugglers. We can't do that because we grew up to don't record, don't yeah. tell. Don't. can't even interview your mom. She like, oh, what the fuck are you? You that police shit, son. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you got someone like me. It's like, let's go film the war. <laughs> oh, real shit. They be on ground at the or most at, dangerous at of places. Battleground. Yeah. <laughs> Bombs going off, missiles, yeah. all that shit. They don't give a fuck. That's funny as shit. So real quick, can you tell, I don't think you ever really told the story about how you met Spot Him Got Him. Um, he was doing freestyles on Facebook. And um, Quasha, this girl that works for me, um, she sent them to me. And then um, I hit him up. He probably had like 3,000 followers. And um, his Instagram name was Spot Him Got Him at the time, but he, his rap name was Larik. So I told him I was going to sign him in 2017, but it took me a year because I was working with another artist. It's hard to work with two male for yeah. alpha males. Yeah. So shit, I flew out there and the rest was history. But he used to, in Florida, they listen to music fast. Yeah. You know, in Houston, it's, it's chopped and screwed. It's sped up in Florida. In, in Florida, they they speed up the music. It's called they, like Jookin' or something like that? Uh, well, they, it used to be a dance, but that, now that's just the thing. Like, okay. That they listen to the music fast. So he would do freestyles and it would be like in a chipmunk voice. Yeah. But it would, niggas loved it. Yeah. So. It was um, a wild time period of, of life. <laughs> chopped and screwed. Yeah, he had this, well, he had like this super, one. Super when you nigga. first, first start fucking with him, he had this one freestyle that he was doing that shit on. I listened to that shit five zillion times. Yeah. It was like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That, 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 I was, I just, I was like, what the fuck is he? I just kept listening to it, trying to decipher it. And by, I'm like, he logged at least 5,000 views off of me. Alone, yeah. Chop the so, screw. That was a wild. Chop the screw was crazy too. Um, and I mean, it was I couldn't. Good. I couldn't get into it. Me personally, you couldn't. I mean, I mean, I'm from Philly, and yeah. just you know, like I remember my man from Shadow shout Gray. He's from Houston, yeah. And I remember him telling me like, no, you got like you sip the syrup and it just it sounds it better. More of a lifestyle, and I'm yeah. like, to, yeah. I gotta take drugs <laughs> for <laughs> the work. Yeah. It's just crazy. But, to but me. this the thing, like this is the kicker. Whatever your favorite song is of all time or at the moment. Go listen to your favorite song, Chopped and Screwed. But it has to be chopped right. Some DJs don't chop right. Right. DJ Screw chopped it right. Some yeah. niggas chop, over chop. Slop. They they yeah, yeah. Some niggas over chop it. Some niggas chop it at the right time. And it's, it's like an adrenaline. It's like a what they say, it's like a what's the 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 shit called that make you get the chills? Nah, Heroin. it's like a no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Opioids. I, yeah. It's, it's like a uh your body gives off some type of, I don't know, some scientific shit. But anyways, that's what Chopped and Screw will do to you. But it has to be the certain song that you like. You don't got to do it now. Go right. home, eat your food, and listen to your favorite song. It's on YouTube. Just type it in. And you you're gonna be, you may begin to like it. Now, ironically, it's some still freak thing. shit, I like Chopped and Screw by T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs> or, or some weird shit, I like that. That song was hot. But that's still a thing. Like in Orlando, they don't listen to the music chopped, but it's screwed. It's slowed down. Mm-hmm. In Orlando, it's still a thing. 
Um, in Houston, it's still a thing with the '84 swangers, the right. rims all wide yeah. out. It's still a thing. It's it's regional, you know. Regional music yeah, I, still I, exists. I, I think I was about to say that. I think like Detroit, the offbeat flow. Listen, I, I I'm we, we I'm Detroit boy. We talk a, I listen we, to we shit talk a lot about regional bias, and people will act like it's not a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like where you're from dictates a lot. Yeah. Yep. If you're from Alabama, you're gonna have a love yeah. for Rich Boy yeah. that no somebody from yeah, Nevada like might not have. Yeah. If, you're from, if you're from Arkansas right now, yeah. Bankroll Freddy is yeah. is everything. Exactly. To you. I like regional rap though. I don't want see. I think the internet killed regional rap. Yep, it killed like, everything. I mean, I, internet. I was in New York and I'm hearing UK beats. I'm like, this is not the New York we once. We was listening to samples and yeah. just blaze and heat makers. Like, what happened? Now we listening to like so now it's like and even the way people dress and um even uh nope. slang. Everybody saying John now. Everybody Future saying got John. everybody, everybody saying, saying no cap. Like everybody. it's a lot of Philly shit now that niggas are saying all over the world that yeah. they was never saying before. Yeah. Like, yo, let me rap with you. Niggas is in Texas saying Houston saying. Like, yo, let me rap with you or no rap or, you know, a little Philly. Like, everybody's using everybody's shit now. Yeah. This nigga's in Philly wearing buffs now. That's a Detroit thing. Yeah. So the internet really killed a lot of regional shit. Yeah, I mean. It shrunk, it sh- it, the inter- we talk about it all the time on here. The internet shrunk the world because now everybody trades culture. Everybody's trading now. And this, it yeah. creates just like gumbo. It's just everything yeah. in the pot. Right. So. And then you have and some you got places. A good point. There isn't like a um like when we had the 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 Houston Renaissance with like Slim Thug and Mike Jones and Paul Wall and all that. Then you had the Miami Explosion, yeah. Rick Ross, Khaled. There yeah. definitely isn't that anymore. I mean, Philly. When it comes to rap music, the biggest struggle in Philly right now, and I don't want to get too off topic, is that a lot of people, if you're not from Philly, you wouldn't notice the difference. A lot of people would say he sounds like Meek Mill. That's the hardest thing right now. It's hard to come out yeah. and break through because niggas are going to say you sound like Meek Mill because that's all people know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got the Uzis and shit like that and the PNB rocks, but, you know, Meek is, if you're just a casual, you won't know that there's a Quilly and, you know, there's other people out here. Right. So, yeah. in Florida too, it's hard to overcome Kodak. Yeah. You have wicks in your head. You know the little things that mm-hmm. they got in their head. Yeah. And with, with me, with Kodak, with, <clears throat> compared to like the other Florida artists, every time he drops some shit that he care about, he show me why. I really shouldn't care about none of these other niggas because he's so far better than all of these motherfuckers. Like Easter in Miami is just like when he really the record he did with uh with Yachty, right. like when he come with his shit, it's like, yeah, I'm fucking yeah. listening to y'all for y'all terrible. <laughs> exactly. Like, even if they pretty good, y'all terrible. Exactly. Speaking of Florida, the biggest trending topic right now is the ATK and KTA oh, yeah, beef. Yeah, yeah. The Jacksonville okay. shit. Yeah, the Julio Fulio, Julio Fulio Young and A's. Young and A's. Yeah, all the spinner bins. Spot them, got them. The like, all them are beefing with each other. All them are beefing. Young and A's don't like spot them, got them. Julio Fulio and Young and A's don't like each other. Um, I don't really know the politics. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with Fulio. I've interviewed Young and Ace. Uh, I spot him, got him. That's the you know, artist. Yeah. So I try not to. It, it, it gets sticky though. Yeah. But I try to interview all of them and. I can't be biased, you know, right. because then it makes me corny and it makes my shit one dimensional. What do you think about that record? Which one? The, the Who We Smoke? Yeah. Uh, I like the beat selection. It yeah. made it what it was. Um, I feel like Fulio, by responding, he should have went on another rock, classic rock pop right, beat. Right, right. Instead of the same exact beat. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, the 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 record that shit was disrespectful. Knowing you know people really die from that exactly. shit. You got fans and shit cheering that shit on, and but people you got really mamas die. crying yeah. over that shit. When I first heard this shit, and then I went and did the research behind it and realized, like, niggas is putting hits, and then it's a father-son that did a hit on a 16-year-old, and then the dad cooperated, and it's it's just like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And then, like, you hear Julio Fulio, like, response records, and this nigga's, like, free K-Su so I can smoke him, like... I'm like, this is a different level of like drill, yeah. <laughs> like records. Yeah, Chicago like, fucked the world up. <clears throat> Chicago fucked the world yeah. up. Yeah. Let's speak to that point. Like, well, go ahead. Well, let's speak to that point because it's gotten, we have a regular guest on here, Pastor Carl Day. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's been on like MSNBC. You know Carl's verified now Yeah he verified been commenting on everything he Hey inter- blue check yeah. game Niggas inter- get blue checks They start LOLing he on every post Donald Trump During a town hall here in Philly Like this is a, somebody That I grew up with That's a community Activist mm. community leader mm. And even he Has to recognize The impact of the Drill music culture When he's out Talking to people About how that's affecting Our young people How the fuck Did that shit happen To Jeez. where it just Penetrated the whole world it is wild. Like we just talked about the whole the 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 ops and not from sixty third. It's just like it's so many people running around in Philadelphia that I was act just about like to they're say from that. Chicago. But okay, because we're in Philly, we can speak on Philly artists. I've never seen so many disc records and smoking on this and sliding and pulling up and I don't remember that Philly. I yeah. remember niggas making quality records about real life shit. Yo, these niggas rap about nothing but the ops now. It ain't about money. It ain't about, I don't, like, so, like, I listen, when I first listen to an artist, I want to know about your personal life. Like, is your mama? Yo, I literally just said this the other day. I'm like, no one has a story anymore. Nobody's telling us nothing. Like, no, even when you listen, like, DMX, because, you know, DMX shit has been going off the last Mm -hmm. couple weeks. Rest in peace, DMX. Yeah. X really told you like the progression of my my life, like what I was going through, going to jail, really robbing niggas, doing this, that, and the third. And it's literally just like now there's no story. There's no nothing with my parents, nothing with my siblings. We didn't grow up in none of these places. He's okay. nice. Cool. He's nice. Cool. I can give Lee Ford that. I can Shout give Lee, Lee Ford, Ford that. I can give Lee Ford that. But just in the in the grand scheme of things, like you see, I was like, that was speaking on the masses, like, like somebody from the stands, like no, nah, Leaf Ward, like that. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. It's not it's, top yeah. of mind. It's it's not like a, a a thing no more. It's like even when you looked at like the mm. the 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 cash money motherfuckers coming out, they were telling a story, yeah. no limit. They were telling yeah. a story, and it's just now it's literally just I kill all the these kids do. That's right. The, rap the now. kids do what they see working, so they're like, yo. <clears throat> I could put out a disc record right now and say fuck Twani with a gun in the thumbnail. And it's going to get 500,000 500, But if I tell my life stories, nobody cares about my life. People love drama, so you got to finesse it. I don't know what the song was. I said the video, like <clears throat> it just came across my feed the other day. You know how they do the videos where it's like 50, 60 niggas and they all dance with guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know He's what that is. That. Yeah. But the nigga was like, show up at your house and he he knocked on the door with the gun like it was a hammer. <laughs> like, like, 
I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, <laughs> <laughs> these little niggas is aggressive like, as shit, I, man. I, I did an interview with Lil Bucks out of Philly. Y'all know who Lil Bucks is? I heard I'm familiar who he is. And yeah. I, I was like, yo, like, you have three, you have three different videos with a million views. I said, I, I, I I stood all day listening to your. I spent all day listening to your music. I don't know nothing about you still. I said, bro, dig deep into your. Tell me your yeah. story. Like, I just tried to challenge him because I be trying to let these kids know, like, yo, go on, go on um, Apple Music top two hundred songs and point out a song that's a diss record. None tell of them. Tell me if you see one. Right. That's that's real shit. Damn, bro, I can't see one. Why are you? It, stop trying to be a YouTube artist yeah. and be a top streaming be a, artist. Be a, a real That's artist. where the yeah. money's at, yeah. in streaming. See, a lot of these niggas get faked out by the YouTubes. YouTube is cool. It pays well. It's great money. But in, as far as being an artist, some niggas are tricked out of YouTube and streaming. When the top streaming artists is the Post Malones and the Roddy Riches mm -hmm. and the Young Boy, yeah, the babies. Roddy, see, Young Boy, he can do it, but he's melodic with it. He yeah, he, tri he, he trick you. He trick you. <laughs> He trick you, and then he gonna give you a little bit of his personal life. Yeah, nigga, I got a hundred kids. And, yeah, I, nigga, this the ops on an Ashanti sample. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, this should sound cool. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah, nah, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, rap now is it's it's crazy because my man the other day was like, you've become the old nigga that hate, and I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> I'm becoming like that too. <laughs> listen, my, my, I'm not the old <clears throat> nigga that hate, but my thing is like when I listen to. Reasonable doubt in volume one. You learning something. You Jay was really you he put you in that shit. Yeah. yeah. You felt like you was in one of them big ass nasty suits on your way down to, <laughs> to the john to get like that's how Bossolini you hat. Yeah. <laughs> big, big stupid ass door. Like you felt like you was in that shit. You listen to DMX, you like, dog, I gotta take my shirt off and get a pic. Did tell me you seen a picture of X with the dog in the club. <laughs> no, man. Dog oh, man. The the greatest shit about DMX. Not the greatest thing in him passing, but I like when people start bringing up all these stories. Yeah. And they did it with Kobe, all these stories yeah. and videos and pictures. DMX board his dog in the club and they was taking like old drug dealer pictures. With the dog. With the dog. <laughs> Look at this John, man. It was a John where Murder Mook was on uh, Drink Champs and he was talking about DMX. Oh, and he yeah, said rap somebody battle. rap battle. And he shit. said, he said, and X was like, yo, chill. The dog, the dog might 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 bite you. And then the dog was like, Arf, Arf. And he was like, chill. <laughs> During that rap battle. <laughs> I've seen that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you no, know, uh, apparently Nori that was telling a story of like DMX <laughs> kicking the dog. And X came to find him, like, why you kick my dog? And he was like, nigga, why is the dog even here? <laughs> <laughs> like, dog, X ain't play that shit, but yeah, he had his dog in the club. But it's just like, yeah, like, I, 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 I'm not saying that I'm the old guy that hates the younger rap, but my thing is like, what are you saying? What are you talking about? What story are you trying to convey? And is this shit going to be something that's just going to be around? Most, that, but I, I, I feel this way because... I care more about uh, just the the kids. Like these kids, they don't rap. They start rapping, then they create beefs, and then they get killed. Right. And then the mothers are crying, and then the the friends want to go get revenge, and then it becomes an ongoing cycle. Right. So you're right about the music. Like, and I'm the same way. I want I want to hear a story. Music. Like Biggie died 25 years ago. <laughs> They're still talking about I got a story to tell. That was yeah. Jay was talking about that on ESPN. Exactly. Like, who was I got a story to tell? They like, oh, it was Anthony Mason. Right. That shit is on ESPN, right. dog. And it's just like, I look at a lot of this music, I just don't see it. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, it'd be hot for two, three months, and then yeah, we move not, on uh, to the next like, thing. Like, I can't see 50-year-olds in linen sets in 25 years right. at the board the boardwalk in AC talking about smoking on ops. Exactly. <laughs> I, me, personally, I just can't see it. So it's so like, look, I look, when you're talking to these kids, and they come, y'all interview a lot of people up here. I yeah. know y'all do. Ask them in the top 200, like, point out a diss record, like a blatant diss record. Right. You know what I, I mean? will say what you just said is the truth. Like, people see <clears throat> what works and they, and they just do it. they imitate it. Yeah, nope. they imitate yeah. everything. Yeah, people are like he said. People are perpetuating beefs to get attention and then get killed in real life over a fake beef that they made up. Exactly. And it's kids. That's literally kids. It's it's 14, 15, 16 year olds is doing the majority Remember of the, the murder. Remember the boy that tried to beef with me? <laughs> he had a doppelganger. Yeah, he a nigga, a nigga, nigga, nigga stole, nigga stole nah. his life, his tweets, everything. Nigga and at me, beef with him. nigga at me, and was like, "You're not the funniest fat nigga in Philly." I am. I'm like, let's, right let's, on. Let's have, a, <laughs> let's, let's, let's have a funny off. Right on. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna meet you at the bus depot." He was like, "I'm gonna meet you at the bus depot." I'm like, "Yo, you gonna get shot, man? <laughs> like, don't do that." <laughs> but that's how the that's how the beef bullshit starts. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, no, motherfuckers really will perpetuate some nonsense instead of just making quality music. Quality music. And that joint for me, I just be like, nah, yo, like Nas had a real story. Yeah, real story. Nas really came out and was like. Nigga, my window faces shootouts and drug overdoses. I live amongst no roses, only the drama. Like, painting this picture of what it's like to be in... I'm not in Brooklyn, so I can't tell you about what they doing in Brooklyn. I'm not in L.A. I can't tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell you about my big right. ass, the this largest shit. projects in the world. I'm going to yep. tell you about this shit. Yep. And then Snoop Dogg comes out. I can't tell you about those high rises in New York. I'm going to kick them shits over in a couple years, but I can't <laughs> tell you about them. I can tell you about what it's like being in Long Beach. Like, they just... You have a story, and to me, it's just... I hear the new. I don't even know where they from half the time. Cause it's all the same shit. You don't know if they from Chicago, Detroit, St. Louis. You don't know where they from. Exactly. They, it's crazy. What do you think about the Detroit scene in particular, like Rio and <laughs> Babyface Ray and Doug and Sada? Man, and, I love the Detroit scene. Um, I went out there. You was early on it. Five six years ago, when niggas used to look at me crazy because they used to well, they rap off beat kind of like yeah, like they're like Bay Area rappers where they they get these 80, 70 samples and um they talk they shit. But I like the Detroit scene because it's like um it's it's like I call I like to call it grown man music. Yeah, it's, you, like, it's money learn, making music. Listening to Ice Wear Vezo and and Babyface Ray, they really talking about some yeah. shit, yo. And uh, it's just kind of like shit. I've been fucking with Detroit. I'm just happy that they're getting their chance. Yeah. Um, Cause you see like, uh, you see GT and Vezo and yeah. Babyface Ray with Future. Exactly. And it's like niggas is taking notice that like, no, nah, this is the next shit. Yep. Like let's and, get and, to it and, now. And most importantly, they stayed them. They never tried to act like anybody else. Right. And you know, once you stay yourself for so for so long in, 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 in hip hop, people are gonna buy into it. People are definitely gonna buy into yeah. it. And that's why I always tell people stop. Stop. Just because it's winning for him don't mean it's going to win for you. Right. People are going to buy into If you're special, people are going to get to you eventually. They'll find when it. When it's your time, yeah. they're going to find it. It probably takes like five to ten years <clears throat> to create a scene somewhere. In this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
music like mm-hmm. because it can't just be one person you're gonna have a phenomenon somebody that pop off from anywhere here and there but to create a scene it got to be a consistent stream of artists 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 yeah. artists like how philly was in the late 90s like it's it, it's bigger than it, it was bigger than one person mm-hmm. And a lot of times people was just like worried about themselves as opposed to like, let's work together and curate the scene like what they did in Atlanta. Yep. Them motherfuckers having a 25 year run because they conceal their beefs. They all work together. They all in and out the same studios. They share resources. Yep. And it, it's, it's no hating. And it's like if a nigga got a problem, we meet up behind the studio and do yeah. what we got to do. But we, the money in the scene is put first. Yep. As yep. opposed to what the fuck just one person is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creating a scene is wild. Like when you really think of the dynamics of, of it, because even like, remember, like look at New York. Like New York had a stranglehold on rap f- since the beginning. Yeah, other shit. They had and a thirty-five year head start. And you looked up, it was just like Atlanta. Like no, nah, we, we yeah. just why we was doing all that uh-huh. groundwork. And every time somebody else took it, Atlanta took the shit back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, yep. with a new artist that was pushed by another yeah. older Atlanta yep. artist. Yep. Yeah, crazy. Yo, you had another artist you was working with, Baby Youngin. Yeah. Are you I, still working with him? I haven't talked to him in months. Um, shit. Uh, it's kind of like um, it was this guy that he was around. I never met him. Yeah. Um, but he'd been knowing the guy for years. And um, the guy kind of like had a crazy influence on him. Anything the dude told him to he do. He would do it. it. Yeah. So um, he deleted his YouTube videos one day. Damn. All of them. Luckily, we have the plug with YouTube. We got him back. Yeah. So I bought three say three say cheese chains. Uh, they they're on my page, um, and um, he wanted one. I told him he was gonna get one, and then I decided I changed my mind because yeah. this guy when when this guy doesn't get his way, he takes from him. So I don't want my say cheese chain all over on, the city. Some random person and oh yeah, we took but, Sean Cotton chain because you're mad. Nonsense. You already deleted yeah. his videos. Why are you back hanging with this guy? Yeah. So, I hate so weird. Yeah, so so uh audio leaked and he was upset. I already knew he was upset about it. Um I wasn't upset about that. I already knew he felt some type of way about the chain because I gave the chain to Big K Beasy, another artist I'm working with right now. Yeah. Um that just linked he inked the deal with the baby yesterday. So they Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, um but damn, back to where I'm at. Um so yeah, audio leaked. He he said what he said about me. But then another audio came out about him dissing another artist in the city that holds real weight. Gotcha. I can't stand next to you. Yeah. I can't stand it. You're saying things that you're 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 um he he is mentioning putting money on somebody's head that oh, he has shit. no beef with. Gotcha. Can't so it's the, the beef perpe- the shit we just talked yeah, about. I can't, and this <laughs> Yo, they laughing. Oh, you know I don't know. I can't. I can't. Let me. Let me. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Is that really all young rap is now? I don't know. Just beef and ops yeah. and bread on head. Is that really? If, unless you from the, unless you from Detroit, they the only ones that's making other type of music. Yeah. Everybody else is just with the nonsense. Yeah. Because they trying to get clicks and get views and have a million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like that that shit is nuts, man. Like yeah. So was this like Yeah, the audio's on YouTube. You know, I don't want to get too crazy yeah. into it. But you know, the guy who he said he was gonna put his money, he said he was gonna put money on Trap Boy Freddy's brother head. Some crazy street yeah. shit that, yeah. and I'm cool with Trap Boy. So Trap Boy called me like, 
Like, yo, what's this shit on? What's this shit on on Instagram? He dissing me and you. And I'm like, bro, I don't. I didn't even. I, well, I didn't know that he had said that about Trap Boy. Yeah. But the whole time in the audio, he's talking to the guy, the old, the older the, guy. Yeah. And the dude's taping him, so he can use it as collateral wow. damage. Damn. Yeah. The blackmail. Black guy, ex-military guy. I don't know the dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So is, but, he, is he fucking his mind? He's a black. He's a black guy. So is, is, is the dude like fucking? Is the dude like fucking his mom or something like? Yo, what's the connection. When I tell you, I do not know. That's why. It's bro. just I can't stand next to somebody. When I'm in the, you talk like if it's beef. If y'all had beef and it was and it was like um, if it was real beef, cool. I already knew what I was getting myself into. You just in the city. You just out here picking fights. And you're not even in the city to stand on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's weird. I can't stand next to that. Yeah. And I know you're not capable of doing half the shit you're saying. Right. You're just talking. It just amazes me. Now, people, you, the people around you, your mom and your friends and your managers and shit like that, the people who care about you now, they're in the way of the shit you're saying and you way in L.A. This little shit, crazy shit. Yeah. I, like this I don't want to get too deep into it, but that weird shit, I can't, yeah. I can't fuck with it. So let me ask you one last question about Baby Younger. Is that his real voice? That's his real voice. Every time I watch his videos, I'm just like, he he's talented. He's super talented, but I'm just like, is that his real voice? Like, real voice. it almost sounds like they got like a, a older black, like the a older black of, dude is cutting the records and no, using him as the no, face of the shit. Have, have, have y'all been to Texas before? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of times. It's really close. Uh, y'all weren't trying to be funny, but <laughs> yeah. like, like, like the the Mexican culture in Texas and California are are a lot different than like like up here, like. Mexicans, I mean, down there, Mexicans and black people hang around. Yeah, they like this. Mm -hmm. yeah. and especially in like middle school um, and elementary, they hang around each other. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they grow up saying nigga, 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 this, nigga, that. And they, One of my homies went to Texas and he came back up here and he was like, yeah, like we we, we taking a road trip. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> and he came up and he had this, this, this Mexican with him. <laughs> and we was like, who the fuck is this? Where the fuck did you get Paco from? And we kept calling him Jorge. Because we didn't know it was just Jorge. You know what I'm saying? And I remember we was like at my crib. This was so funny. There was bitches was rumbling on the block. So like everybody went out the crib and like Jorge was in there by himself. So like we was out there for like a good 20, 30 minutes. And somebody was like, yo, where the fuck is Jorge at? It was like, he's still in the crib. And my man was like, he fuck around and hang, hung beads from the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. But he just popped up with this random message. Boy, like, no, it's my man. <laughs> like, they really are cool as shit. The culture like, is definitely yeah. different. Yeah, that shit definitely cool. But he made me think about it. Like, just, it's so much shit you got to worry about nowadays. But like you said, you bought three chains. I get a chain out. This shit go over there. Something happened. Now it's a nigga on the internet doing this, that. Saying he took your chain, yeah, even though he took it from the rapper. <laughs> you get it? You see? I, yeah. So it was like, I was in a lose-lose because I'm like, damn, okay, look. I give this nigga a chain, it's going to come up missing. I don't give him a chain, he's going to be mad at He's going to be beefing with I'd you. I'd rather you be mad at me for short term. Yeah. And then later on, we work some shit out. When you get dude off your back. Yeah. Rather than me being all over the blogs, like Sean Cotton, the say cheese chain. I question it because the internet has put, let's just keep it a buck. We're all in a situation where we make money off of the internet. Yeah. So it's like the internet has been very, very helpful. You know, a lot of hoes, if that's what your thing is. <laughs> definitely a lot of hoes. Definitely a lot of hoes, <laughs> if that's your thing. But at times I question, like, has the internet just ruined 
who we are yes. as a people. Yes. Because j- just like this, like you say, you're going to get a chain out, right? Mm. A nigga will <sighs> take the chain and then get on the internet. <laughs> and 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 that right and there. And tell everybody you took the chance. Hey, how y'all doing? I committed on robbery. This <laughs> what the fuck? And nobody trips off of this shit. Like motherfuckers really do this. This shit the is time. par for the course now. It's normal niggas, activity. Niggas be like this <laughs> with the chain. It'd be like, fam, you committed a felony. Like, how the fuck is this video just all over? It just, then they get at booked. At times, I question the internet. Like, yo, is this the yeah. right way? Then yeah. they then they get booked and like, who's snitching? Nigga, you snitching. <laughs> who the fuck ratting? <laughs> who the fuck ratting around this? You, nigga. Y'all fuck with rats? <laughs> <laughs> like, this shit is crazy. Yeah. And it'd be like, dog, at times, I really do question, like, is the internet the right way yeah. of, of where music went, culture went, I social ha- media? Just- I, man, I was, man, the internet changed my life, but I just hate it because it's like, it's like, I see people get so depressed on the internet because when you're on the internet, everybody posts the highlights. It's the highlight reel. I say exactly. that shit all the time. They never Instagram post the bad is the highlight reel. Never ever. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I hate the fucking internet, man. And if and you do post that you having a bad day, it's 3,000 comments. You a fucking weirdo. What is this shit? Delete this. We ain't yeah. here for this. And that's Take why the Facebook. <laughs> that's why the youth is such in a rush these days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they see all these rappers and Somebody I be that, telling my nephew all the time, my man not to even No, no, go ahead. Do you I be like, thing. my nigga, these not to hate, like these rappers is getting a little paper, but it ain't like I was gonna what, ask you that. Are these rappers really making a lot of money? No. If if if, if um it, no. So <laughs> if you had to break it down percentage wise, is it is it the top five percent is really making money? You ask me a rapper and I and, and I'll tell you. Lil Baby. Yes. The baby. Yes. If they got hits, they are making money. I was about money. to say, you know they're like, you know what I'm saying? Ride Wave. Yes. Kevin Gates. Yes. Uh Fujiano. Pooh Yes. No, no, but see, with Fujiano. Shows, features, but un- but life changing money. I'm talking about like like so. Niggas, everybody gets an advance. Yeah, you gotta pay it back though. Right, that's you not pay money. The advance back and the marketing but and the image consultant money. Studio, clothes. Oh, Rentals, oh, oh, everything. oh. You want to rent out a car? Oh, you want to fly a girl out? Oh, PJs. Everything. You gotta have that tri- that billboard rec that billboard yeah. hit. Uh, who else I want to ask you about? Um, Dirk. Yes. Um, I mean, we talking about rap money. We not talking about talking about straight rap. Yeah, we not talking about the little hustles and you know getting bad. You know, get, you know, getting shit flew out yeah. and you know what you you did a little one too. Right. We talking about rap. Yeah, I'm talking about straight rap. It's money. not. It's not like you think. Maybe. Because a lot of these niggas aren't really. You gotta really be streaming. Streaming. It's everything. It's everything. I mean, it's like any industry. Like, you can look and see who's doing okay and who's not doing okay. You can tell who's doing above average. And it's America. We all see students. You know, it's like it's a couple motherfuckers that excel, it's a couple motherfuckers that didn't. Everybody kind of in the middle. So you look at this rap music shit, it's like, yeah, motherfuckers ain't pulling off what they say they is, but that's rap. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross said he know Noriega. <laughs> On his first song. <laughs> I love, Rick, I love Rick Ross. <laughs> I love my, but it's like, he don't owe you no favors. But it's just that, that is rap. And that's where rap 
has gone. So like they still trying to figure out the ninety two brick shit with Jay Z and Jay like nigga every year that the, shit come back up. It was five sixty State Street, nigga. They was in. It. It's just like that. That's just yeah. that's rap. So much. Jada cooked a brick on a Foreman grill. I overcooked chicken breasts on the floor. Like how the fuck? Like just some of the shit. The, just, the crazy it don't shit, even make sense. The crazy shit though is when. Uh, this why Young Scooter is the is the best trap rapper all time. A wow. nigga said he said I could cook the dope with no with no stove, pot on the floor. I seen my cousin do that shit. I didn't see that nigga drop a seven on a fucking hot plate in an apartment with no fucking stove in it and cook that motherfucker. I said, yo, Scooter's the greatest. <laughs> Scooter's the greatest. I remember not, not to like sound a little racist, or whatever, but like one of them Asians, like he was like joking one day in the, in the barber shop that like. Cause I admit I don't know how to cook crack, <laughs> and, and he was like, "Yeah, you, 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 fuck, you don't know how to cook crack." And I was like, "Well, I, I never learned. I never, you know, I never did this." I shit. didn't need that in my resume, in my wheelhouse. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm, I'm a professional with that shit." And I was like, "He probably cooking a little wok <laughs> with a little ginger sauce." <laughs> he, he got so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Serving with some broccoli. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" All right, I know you gotta get out of here. My oh wait, I got, I got one question. I got one what? last question. I'll let me get. What's the craziest rumor you've heard that about your? Oh, well, see, we'd be in sync. Yeah. The craziest rumor you ever heard about you, your business, um, about myself, or just like just it, that, yeah, about you. Um, damn, that's crazy that you asked me that. Uh, the craziest rumor. Oh, that I was I, that I was fucking one of my artists, like a female artist. Okay. Uh, I had to say that. Yeah, uh, definitely yeah, gotta clarify. Yeah, because yeah. niggas, you see that shit all over the world. Niggas have chopped yeah, that shit up. That shit be on CNN. Like, oh, we got our viral <laughs> moment. <laughs> Mona Scott would have called you tomorrow morning. Like, hey, man, you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that, I was having sex with one of my artists. Never touched none of my artists. Cash Page is one of my artists. Tay Money, the white girl. Um, How many artists do you have right now? Like twenty. Damn. Yeah, but I have partnerships with with them though. Like, okay. I'm not taking all that on my own. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too busy. I got a weed farm now. And yeah, I saw the weed yeah. farm shit. Yeah. Wow. That, that looks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just too. Are you still doing the trucking shit? That's his shit. Yeah. Oh, the 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 top so carrier you, shit. That's so him. you had to, to track the trailer. The I don't do that no more. Oh, you done with nah, that? Okay. That shit. I see a lot of people jump in and jump out of that shit. It's hard to keep up with maintenance. I was about to say, I used, I used to truck. I, I was an independent contractor. It definitely is a lot. And if you don't know, and then you got to get them fucking contracts. Like, if you're not hitting motherfuckers left and right for actual loads. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. The best thing to get is the one with the flat, like, um... Yeah, At the yeah, time, yeah. refrigerated was really, really rolling. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah no. I, I got out of that, and I got into real estate. Which I got like three houses out here too. I just stopped. Yeah, you in real estate heavy. Yeah. Um, but my main thing right now that I'm really excited about is um the, the weed farm. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it at? Excellent it's business. in Oklahoma. Okay. On the border. Yo, I heard that Oklahoma is about to be like the new California it's with the, the weed shit. It's the new. Yeah, it's the new. I had to get in it. Yeah. Yeah, we put up like um almost half a million dollars. That's what's up. Yeah, we put up like half a million. Me and my uh, partner, Prit Paul. Indian guy, I he I met him. He blew my phone up when he was thirteen years old. Okay, and I don't know creep shit, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like blown because I knew his friend that was like two years older than him that was like fifteen. He was a rapper I was like managing at the time. Yeah, and um, he kept blowing my phone up. He was like 13, 14 years old, and um, 
I was in LA and he just kept blowing me up. And I was like, yo, when I get back to Texas, I'm gonna call you back. I land in Texas. Right when I get off the plane, he called me again. I said, it's something I gotta link with this kid. Right. He, he's an entrepreneur. And ever since then, it's a wrap. Damn, that's fly, man. Yeah. Uh what's the uh what's the future of Say Cheese, man? Uh signing more artists. Um signing more artists, man, changing more lives. That's really just what I want to do at yeah. this point. Like the money's cool, the money's great, it's amazing, but I just want to change lives, man. I yeah. want to put these kids in position. If they don't want to rap, you can work at the weed farm. And I want to get these kids out the street because I look at it as each one teach one. I look at life as like a family tree. So let's say I put my nephew on. He's outside. He could put somebody on and then they put somebody on. Right. And then it's generational wealth. <clears throat> like that's really what I'm on right now. I'm yeah. not... I'm not here to do this shit for today. I already made my mark. Yeah. This shit is about the next generation. And I don't feel like a lot of people think like that. Like I said before, a lot of people are stuck for the Instagram shit. Absolutely. So. Yeah, we got to come down there and fuck with you, man. Come on. I'm on do y'all smoke? Yeah. Come. Y'all can be. Yeah, come. He, he don't. <laughs> y'all smoke? For yeah. on camera purposes. <laughs> like, you can't, yeah, but. but yeah. Um, got a you know, job. Y'all can, y'all can yeah. test out the weed and. Um, <laughs> And uh, we, you know, hopefully we can get the pod, the podcast y'all own little strand. You know what I mean? That's good. I'm serious. No, I'm serious. The realest strand ever. Forty five. <laughs> we got forty five hundred plants growing right now. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. No, I'm with nah, that. I'm we, with we, that. Just growing clones and like it's it's. I never thought this shit would have happened. Like yeah, like five years ago, I was still living with my mom. So. Shit, life life come at you fast. They said you was yeah. at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. I was at Best Buy in 2011. Okay. And then I moved out and my mom let me stay with her for a long time. My mom made it possible for me. Um, and I will pay my mom $50 a week, $200 a month. And then like, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I I stayed with my mom until I had like a hundred grand. And I never told her how much I had. <laughs> but <laughs> she was like, well, I need a little 350. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I had 117 grand the day I moved out. But, uh, I came home one day, I think I was in Philly, and I came home and my mom was like, um, cause she was, I just bought her a house last year, but uh, the landlord kicked her out because he wanted to move her daughter, his daughter in. Mm-hmm. So she was real disappointed. And um, you know, shit, without her, it wouldn't be none of this shit. It yeah. wouldn't be none of these artists, you know? That's crazy to think about. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I said life is like a family tree. My mom gave me the chance to do what I'm doing. Now I'm giving these artists a chance. Right. Now I'm believing one of my cousins have an idea or if my nephew have an idea, I'm always investing in new right, shit. Right, right. My, 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 my friend has a thrift store idea he wanted to do. I tried to give my dad a food truck. Like I'm always trying to, you know what I'm saying? Because say cheese isn't going to last forever. Yeah, true. So when this shit's done, what am I going to leave? I don't want... 42 Doug in the song talking about broke like Sean. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be in a fucking, a fucking song. Yeah. Because these niggas is laughing at niggas when they fall off. For man. sure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You, yeah. you become memes and all type of shit. Ain't that crazy? It's crazy. Is Doug making a lot of rap money? Yes. We paid. Hit records, bro. Yeah. If you see somebody with a hit record, they, they good they for now. It. Yeah. They're good for now. Yeah. But like Drake, you got to keep doing it. Like Lil Baby, he keeps... You yeah. got to keep making hits, man. Or you got to have that solid project. Yeah. You know them projects like Polo G? He has a, a solid project. He got a fucking number one on iTunes today. Like, yeah. right now. <laughs> like, that I didn't <clears throat> even know was out. 
Like Polo G got what a rap different, star. yeah, he got a different type of fan base, man. He got like a, he got like that J Cole coat audience, man. Yeah. Motherfuckers love Polo G. I love Polo G, but I didn't know that he had a record up. She's number one on iTunes today. I don't even know who. He's from Chicago, but like he, uh, he's you know he he kind of like he wore some polo socks. He talk he talk he talk his shit a little different than like I just love, the straight I like drill polo shit. G. He's fire. He's talking about some shit. Yeah, he got some substance to his music. He wanted a few young niggas that got some yeah. substance to it. Listen to it. He, yeah, he has fire. some substance. He got bro. some substance. He fire. Talking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh oh last last question about a rapper. Nah, we I mean if we, whatever y'all we good. Oh all right. Best. This is normally how we get when we get yeah. yeah I like this. Yeah. So because I know you got I ain't trying to hold you up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh. <clears throat> Is Shaq Glizzy making a lot of money because he has an immaculate lifestyle for somebody that put out a record every eight years? I don't know. No hit records. You know? He yeah. came out with a project with Uzi on it. He didn't live. Didn't young really Hefe, do nothing. What was it, Young Hefe 2 or 3? Three? 3. Like, hit, this game is built off hit records or you got to have that solid body of work that's timeless. Yeah. Like when you look at Wiz Khalifa, Cushion OJ, it's on streaming platforms now. That's a classic that's is gonna feed his kids, kids, kids. Yeah, that was the first mixtape that trended, they said. On Twitter. On Twitter. Yes. The first tape. You just made me think about this. Uh that's two chains, true religion, shit like them, them classics. Yeah. I was I was actually writing this the other day. So I'm it's something I want to start doing up here. You know how people always do these one gotta goes? Yeah. People one gotta go, one gotta go. I wanna do one gotta come back. All right. Five. Dash loaf. Nah, that, I, that, <laughs> you, it, yeah. So I had with Dash Love, but go ahead. I had four people that I wrote down the other day. Yeah, Fifty Cent. Oh, okay. Wiz Khalifa, Rich Homie Quan, or Rich Boy. Gotta Damn, come back. Wiz left. Like back to the forefront of dropping music all the time. Or who? Rich Boy. Rich Boy. Rich Homie Quan. Wiz Khalifa or Fifty Cent. Which one would you want to have back? Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Be on the internet going crazy. I, I don't nobody roll out a project like Fifty, cause it's straight it's straight shenanigans and he'll beat you the fuck up. Yeah, no, <laughs> so I, I like it's, the, whatever. I like the person Fifty. I'm more so. I, I ain't gonna hold you. I question what happened with Rich Boy. Why you I laughing? Just think, I just think he got swallowed up. He was no. Nah, I'm saying because when Rich Boy album talking about throw some D's on him. Yeah, like and boy, throw look some at D's. <laughs> Y'all didn't like Rich Boy. He could have said anybody in the world. Huh? Yo, he could have said anybody in the world. Yo, but that album was nuts. No, 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 no. no. That Rich Boy album was really <laughs> The Rich Boy album was all that. No, a lot of people say that, but is this is this like random? <laughs> I mean, we've I guess because we from Philly, I don't know, but it's like nigga had a fade. Um, yeah, oh yeah, boy, look at him was my shit when I was on ecstasy. No, the bitch had me on ecstasy in the club. Boy, look at him, came for. I start dancing. That was my shit. But he, I just thought he was gonna be like, like how we talked earlier about uh, Roddy Rich being around. Granted, he didn't have a smash like that, but throw some D. I mean, before his time, yeah, it was, that was like the box at the time. I, I, I thought Rich Boy was gonna was be everywhere. like, a, and it's just like I don't even remember the second album, mm-hmm. and it's just like, god damn, like. And like how we talk about Wiz Khalifa, you just talk about OJ, uh, Cushion OJ. It's just like he had like just a, yeah. uh, it was like that John came out with Fast and the Furious and he's like, I'm worth $200 million. <laughs> Y'all can have this I shit. I want to see T-Pain come back. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see T-Pain come back. Just get on the hooks. and Because sometimes. Because his music was enjoyable. That too. And then sometimes I don't, rappers don't put singers on hooks anymore. Nope. They they singing. They don't want to sing. They singing now. Yeah. They don't? Put T- no. 
No, these niggas is singing themselves now. Meek put singers on hooks because he can't sing. <laughs> All the other niggas, if they can sing, uh, if they could get a little pitch, they doing it they sell. Exactly. Because they trying to keep fifty percent of the record. Mm-hmm. It, like when you, all right, so when you cut a record, the record is broken down in hundred percent. The producer getting fifty percent off rip. The other fifty percent is going to be to whoever the fucking songwriters is. Yep. So if you, uh, if it's two verses, you got sixteen point six six percent. Out of e- for each verse, and then whoever write the hook, they gonna try to negotiate probably twenty five percent because the the hooks sell the records. Yep. So if you do all of that now, you and the producer 50-50, so you get a better split on the back end. Facts, that's very true. Mm. He broke that shit down perfectly. But yeah, T Pain though, I want to see him come back. He don't get the he don't get the credit he deserved though in hip hop. Fuck no. T-Pain I just you know what I think about T Pain kept the lights too? on for a little Fox, second. Man, man. Yo, that was Yo, a run. listen. That was a run. Listen. He talking about rich boys. Listen. <laughs> T Pain. I swear <laughs> to God, I was saying this shit the other day. I have a hope he died at work. I'm like, yo, Plaz. Plaz was really putting out smoking hot. And he was putting out two records. albums a year. He went on a crazy smoking run. hot. Records that shit with Neo, the uh, the pink trim on them, and they light blue. That was my shit. Yeah, no, I'm like, yo, Plaz was putting out hot four albums was hard as a motherfucker. And he He was was putting out them them songs with Neo with T Pain, and then he was turning around. Yeah, I know niggas in the hood that'll rock Noriega. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he just, <laughs> he real shit. Plaza was putting out the hardest shit and he was putting out that R&B. Uh, Plaza was putting out, I know he's silly now with the car and all the goofy shit, but it's just like, no, he was putting out a lot of dope ass shit. Yeah. I wouldn't mind some new plies. Well, old plies, not new. Some plies. new old plies. Some new old plies. <laughs> yeah. New old plies. Some new old plies. So, who do you fuck with? Who is your top five artists of current and then of all time? Well, to be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of new shit. Like the thug shit that just came out, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I like the ski shit that's going on right now. The that ski shit funny. is dope. <laughs> but um, I'm really always looking for what's next. I feel like what's out right now is what's out. Like they already got the game sold and, um, you know, uh, they're here now. But what's next? I'm always looking for what's next. And that's what anything even after the say cheese thing, right? remember I told y'all, yeah. no say cheese not gonna last long. That's just the w- way of life. Like I'm always looking to see what's next, and that's how it is with rap. Like, you know, I have an artist right now named Darrow. I just signed him two months ago, um, um, and he's going up crazy. Lil Baby wants to sign him. Coach K, QC, everybody wants him. Atlantic, Alamo, Warner, APG, everybody wants him. Who was the artist that? Uh he did, he did like a freestyle on Twitter and you was like, yo, give me a year with him and he gonna be so, 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 that's, so. That's an artist. Um, he's from Jacksonville. He's going through personal issues right now. Some yeah. shit happened when he was younger. Um, I can't really get into that. Right. But, you know, that, it, it's more, it's deep. It, yeah, it's deep. I got you. So, and you're talking about the, pre- the pressure, pressure. Yeah. yeah. Him. He would have been up by now if, if that shit didn't happen. Got like, you. So we working on that and shit like that. But yeah, I'm, I, not to cut you off, but I, you just made think about you talking about not really getting with new music. I feel like it's so much again the internet. There's too much it's, music. Oh my god! To be no, able you hit it to right on the head. I, I, like I, I <clears throat> he no bullshit on this show about three months ago. He was asking me who's one of my new favorite artists. You know what I said Moneybag Money Yo because <laughs> I just I'm like I just got to this nigga. Yeah. It's too much it's shit. So hard to keep up. Like um okay look like. Big Scar just released the tape. 
And I like Big Scar. Drake released the EP. Then you had um, Rod, Rod <laughs> Wave. And then now you got Young Thug who just released a 23 song. Like, you can't die. I wasn't even music. talking about the songs. I'm talking about the the YouTube, the Sage, the, the, the fact just that it's the so content. much shit yeah. that just is. And you, well, and, well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible for another artist to become Drake level? Because now it's different. No. I don't see it. No, no, it's, no matter it's gonna, what. It's going to have to be a perfect combination of a lot of different factors. And because these artists have figured out how to like reverse engineer their careers, meaning like they could do a lot of shit on their own. It ain't going to be a Wayne or a big artist. And everybody's trying to just do their own shit. Get an imprint, get with Empire, put some shit out or do a secret deal like, with Atlantic. Put they shit like they going down. They they skipping the artist slash CEO part, which is the development part of it, and they going direct to the labels and partnering with them. And the labels is like, all right, well, figure that shit out on your own. You remember back when kids used to when Bow Wow used to go to the mall and kids would just go crazy. Yeah. What happened? Like every like, I've seen niggas run through the fucking Penrose Plaza for corrupt and Foxy Brown. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on out here today? No, that's real shit. Like but that I, stardom's not there no more. I look at Drake like it can't happen because it, it too many perfect storm Gotta have elements at have one to time. come to that. Perfect like time. literally he came along where he could rap and sing and no one did it. Like literally no one did that shit. No one. Like It was like if, him and Kid Cudi. If you want to be technical, Biggie sung on Life at the Death with like play a hater. Like but outside of that, it was no one that was really doing it on some like this is my, my thing. Then he's from Toronto. So instead of you having the city, you have the entire country. country. Somebody else was singing before Drake, though. To that level? Who was singing rap? Ja Rule? Drake had a vocal coach. Ja Rule was <laughs> drinking Jaru. Remy Martin. <laughs> nah, ja Rule, ja Rule was before Drake. Was yeah, before he was Drake. singing, but he wasn't like Drake was trying to sing. Yeah. Drake has records where he's blatantly singing. Yeah, Ja, ja, I ja think, opened the door for niggas. Ja opened the door. Ja might have opened the door. Ja's the nigga. You can't play that. For sure. I think ja, 50 to a certain extent okay. after Josh, ja. but Drake's situation, not, not to go yeah. through, he had Wayne being Wayne. You know what I mean? It just, it he was too Prince. It, it, he, it, had, he had the it street was, element yeah. locked down with Prince and Prince. It just, it just was too many perfect storm situations that all kind of like manifested themselves at the right time. And then he, and even though you got to get a, too many people to like you. And even though Drake was in a bad deal, he never did the artist shit where he cried and complained about his bad deal. Yeah. Not one time he worked through the fucking deal. Yeah. And now he's richer than everybody that he was signed to. It's like, he just put his head down and worked. These niggas are crying on the internet every week about the label robbed me and this and this. And I ain't know what I signed and fuck my lawyer. Yeah. And, Every week, somebody crying about being in a bad deal. How you have feel? Have you noticed the niggas who cry are the ones who had it, don't have a hit record or had a hit record and it sizzled down? Yep. That's why you have the label needs to recoup. These niggas think because they made the label a million dollars. Yeah, you made the label a million dollars, but they spent two point five on you. Right. They want the other yeah, one point five. Negative one point five. Exactly. <laughs> Talking about nigga, you need a million. Nigga, what? The label want their money back. Yeah. And that's just what it is. And you never hear that from niggas who's winning. Drake always delivered hit records. That's why he never. He never like, had to cry, even if he wanted to. Yeah, Drake never had to. He never went on a two-year drought when he just had no songs out that was on the radio. Right. So. Yeah, I, I look at rap now. It's like the the even when you talk about the top five. I feel like if you got your your Mount Rushmore, it's not really going to change. 
I don't see it. I, I don't see none of these people where it's like. Um, mine kind of changed because yeah. once upon a time, like I had Ice Cube and Scarface real high on my list. And now they like niggas like Drake and Lil Wayne kind of like replaced them for me. Oh, I, I still got Cube in my top 10. For sure. Okay, cool. I literally, I say it all the time on here. It, my top five is Biggie, Nas, Pac, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. Okay. And it don't really move. Six Ice Cube, seven Snoop, eight Drake, nine X. And it's like that 10th spot is reserved for whoever I'm feeling that day. But literally, I saw something the other day was like, um, is is Lil Baby um, on your Mount Rushmore yet? And I'm just like, I don't think he's on the Atlanta Mount Rushmore yet. <laughs> That's not a knock, right. but it's like ludicrous. Andre uh, 3000, T.I., Jeezy. Good. I'm yeah. like, I don't even think he's on the Atlanta Mount Rushmore yet, but it's just like... It's recency bias. Yeah, like, can he get there is the thing. And it's just like, a lot of yeah, you... You got to put out... 10 number one albums like Future. <laughs> like, it's forgot a, about Future. Yeah, until yeah, until yeah, you like, do that, like, what the f like, it ain't really nothing to even talk about. Future got the most number one albums out of everybody, including Drake, <laughs> over the last five years. Like, yeah. you got niggas that's putting numbers on the board. Like, that motherfucker got a baseball contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This shit built off hits, man. Like, so the new artist shit, though, is, is like I said, I, I'm, I'm so detached that I just. It's hard to keep up. I don't blame you. Like I'm, I'm we older, so it's yeah. just like yo, the the music come out, and it's yeah. just I, I, I took nigga one day gave me his mixtape, like his little John and whatever, and like, and I'm just like, all right, I put it in the first line. It's like I grabbed a full pound, <laughs> got this out, take this yeah. right out. I'm on my way to work. Like, <laughs> it's just, like so it's just it's just hard at times to just get into, especially when you 19, 18. To, I'm double your age so it's like we what like and that's not a knock it's just it is what it, it is. is what it is you ask somebody 55 years old how they feel about basketball they're gonna tell you about fucking dr j and will yeah. chamberlain and everybody like it's might, just they might bust out a bill russell on you yeah dog skip <laughs> yesterday straight was like bill walton better than steph <laughs> Oh yeah, I seen that. And Jerry West, Bill Wall, they was steps. I was like, you fucking kidding me, But that's really, that's really. I feel like nostalgia holds a lot of weight, especially in rap. Nostalgia is just a. It's the truth. Because motherfuckers older than me will tell you that they ain't even really trying to hear you talk about Biggie and Pop. They'll tell you about G Rap and and Rock Him. We can't even get the Biggie and Pop without Kane. Ain't ain't no G Rap. You talking about Nas, nigga? Nas ain't nothing without Rock Him. That's just how it. I was talking to Twenty about this. Um, you know that whole big debate about who's more influential, Steph Curry or Iverson? I'm like, yo, it's Iverson all day because the feeling, uh, back in 2001, 2005, and it's 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 on the court too. Iverson is more influential. I, I love Allen Iverson. I love him to death. Steph Curry has completely changed the entire game of basketball as when, we know it. When you, and I've never seen one person just have that effect on it. To where it's like, even Shaq, when Shaq was like the most dominant, they added that defensive three in the key shit. And Iverson, for what it's worth, with the crossover, like they straight, you can't even do that shit no more. They call him Pullman. Like, you can't, yeah. think you can't crack a nigga. It's just like, yeah, no. Nah, AI is a big deal as far as his off-the-court influence is not even a question. Yeah, it's, it's him it's, it's, all it's day. It's him all day. But on the court, Steph Curry has made it to where, like, organizationally, basketball is like, nigga, if you don't shoot a three, you getting cut. <laughs> you go into the minor leagues. Like, they will send you to the NBDL. Like, I don't even have a two-way contract. Now you do, nigga. Two-pointers. He needs some development. <laughs> like, real shit. Like, that, it, it just, I've never, the analytical shit where the corner three, the corner three is worth more than a layup. 
Mm. That's nuts. And it's like Steph Curry is the catalyst of that shit. So on the court, I know people don't like him. That little nappy little yeah, thing on his head. Like, nobody Steph. likes nobody, nobody wants, wants to be, be like Steph Curry. Right. They hate his shoes. Nobody wants to be like Steph Curry. No. Right. Okay. But they but his game though, like they, nobody, they all emulate his game. Under Armour. Right. More no. little white kids. They buying the shit out them Jones. I, mean, I got some about, free Jones and they put them on. The, hood, the most no, influential, the most influential the part of the culture. That's not the drip. That's not yeah. the drip. No. no. I got some, I got some AI, free stuff there. You Jones is sitting there. AI Reebok commercial with Jada Kiss was getting played on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> like he had a different level of cultural influence. So on the flip side, though, it's like after the questions. We didn't wear none of yeah, that. Yeah, Niggas saw the commercials like, oh, this is John Hot. <laughs> Gonna get some joy. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't getting no fucking answer fives, but it's like the commercial was all of that. But as far as what he brought to basketball, as far as and it was crazy because I was saying it the other day, they really got on Iverson for like everything. Yeah, they made the, the, the way he the talked, the way he walked, how he acted in the press conferences, what how he looked at like his interactions with other players, with team front office, with the coaches, and the in in hindsight, he did everything right. Like, for everything they said he did wrong, he did everything right, and he ended up in the Hall of Fame behind it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I love Allen Iverson. I, I want to get him up here. Like, that's my man's. But I'm not about to go against, like, logic. And I think, again, we do that with nostalgia and, then like, the bias. What's in your face right now or some shit you love from when your mom was, you know, going through this or when your dad was going through that or people be like, no, I remember going to the first Union Center and da-da-da. And it's just like, yeah, it's a nostalgic feeling. Steph Curry is the most influential thing to the game of basketball. Like, I, 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 I so let me, so that's including Jordan, all so, them so niggas. So sticking with sports while we got you here. Oh, that's crazy. Yo, yo. Who, who is your basketball goat? Kobe, Jordan, LeBron. Jordan. Jordan. Um, How old are you? 31. Okay. Jordan. Um, Man, it, how could like how could you not like? If you had to rank them, what's your order? Jordan obviously being one. Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. So one, two. Did three. you try to sign LeBron and he didn't sign? Because <laughs> it's like an yeah, yeah, like yeah. Nah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm no LeBron is amazing. LeBron is 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 one of the goats. But is this like what is he four foot nine? Who? Finals. It's a team game, bro. Doesn't matter. I just what what is he? Is he four for nine in the finals? I can't rock with that. No, I'm asking you, what is he? Four for ten or four for nine? Four and six. Yeah, no, so no, four I'm, out of ten. Oh, four for ten. Yeah, four okay. out of ten. So he lost he lost in the final six times, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Jordan six for six. Mm -hmm. I can't well, call you to go. You lost six times in the finals. Robert Ori, seven out of eight. No, I'm I'm pointing to the guy who's who's supposedly the goat. The goat lost six times. So Scottie Pippen's better than LeBron because he's oh. six to six in the finals. Man, if you if if Jordan would have had it's, the players, like the, if Jordan would have had the players that LeBron had, then nigga Jordan would have won twenty times. No, nope. people are always talking about no people are always maybe. talking about Jordan and Pippen, but people never talk about if 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 nigga if Jordan was to get with Dwayne Wade, Jordan himself. With the play with Dwayne Wade and Bosch and all these guys, huh? What do you mean who he played in the finals? Bunch of the yeah, glove, like the, the, the accountants, the, tra trash he, he, drivers. The Bulls played us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, hey, that's not it. you want to know what you don't want? You want to know what some of the players say? 
the most slept on duo was Stockton and Carl Malone. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they were really good. They was really twice. good. They're both in the Hall of Fame. He beat them twice. I agree. The pick and roll was unstoppable. Here go the crazy part. The I'm one playing. time that Jordan went to the finals as an underdog was against Carl Malone and them. Like, I, I respect it. Hey. But you, you got to look at it like this. The game, like we talk about, sort of like rap. Everything moves so fast now. So to have a, 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 a hold over it like back in the day, it's just not a feasible thing anymore. The game moves too fast. Think about it. The best players in the NBA move around now. Kevin Durant, Kawhi, LeBron, they'll, they'll just be on another team next year. They don't give a fuck. Next week. Ne- they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, oh, y'all think exactly so there isn't no here. back in the day when a team became good, you was good. And other teams had to build through drafting and shit like that. Whereas now, too many star players bounce around. Think about it. When the Celtics became good in the 80s, they were good the whole 80s. When the Lakers became good, they were the good. The Pistons had to build up to where they could compete with the Celtics and the Lakers. Then the Pistons became good. They was good. The Bulls had to build up to be as good as the Pistons. Then when they became good, they were the shit. So Other teams, they were 53. Like, literally, they, they teams had to build up back in the day where now the Sixers this year are like, they're in a spot. It's them or the Nets. Next year, Joel and B could be like, yeah, I'm going to Milwaukee, and then the Bucks are the premier team, and, and it just moves too fast now. So it's like, yo, you look at LeBron where it's like his dominance for so long is for me to where it's like, I don't look at basketball anymore where it's like, what did the team do? Because Jordan didn't win six championships. The Bulls organization won six championships. Jerry Krause, Phil Jackson, Tex Winter, all that shit that came with the triangle, everything. I look at LeBron, and it's like you could put him in any situation. He's better than everybody who's who's going at it on the defense or the offense. Why could why did why couldn't he stay with the Cavs and build up the Cavs? Did you not see what was going on for all them years? What you mean? Jordan he literally lost, he Jordan was, lost the first eight nine years too. Jordan lost the first five years. Then they drafted Scottie Pippen, who was the best wingman. They hired Phil Jackson, got rid of Doug Collins. Doug Collins was letting Jordan run. I don't know if motherfuckers really remember that. Jordan literally led the league in scoring, one MVP, one Defensive Player of the Year, and won a dunk contest in '88. Doug Collins was letting Mike Jordan run wild, yeah. but the team wasn't winning because it's like, yo, what the fuck are we doing on offense? They like, well, he called, give it to Mike. So, you know, ain't really, ain't really shit for us to do. <laughs> But then when Phil stepped in, because Tex Winters was always there. He always wanted to run the triangle, but Doug Collins wouldn't do it. Phil stepped in and was like, man, I'm trying to get in the Hall of Fame. Come on, let's try this triangle shit. And it worked. And then it's like, oh, we got Scottie Pippen, who's the best on-ball defender. We had B.J. Armstrong. We had a fucking sharpshooter and John Paxson. It was like this team became the shit. Bro, LeBron, the Lakers got old. The Le- Celtics got old. LeBron and the Pistons amazing. fell apart. Bro, People don't amazing. even dig the fact that the Pistons got fucked off in free agency with that whole uh, expansion draft bullshit that happened. It's like, it's a lot that goes into it. We'd be here for the next Bro, four or five hours. When you go home tonight... Just go on YouTube and watch a full Jordan game. I watched the games yo, live. Yo, yeah, we we rewatched. Like, yo, I, them older games, than I was they, there. They the pretty nigga, bad. The, I said all the time when games. AI cracked Jordan. Jordan had thirty six that game and yeah. they won. It was like he cracked him. I was like, look, man, the, the nigga, young boy on the third. Jordan was a killer. Jordan was awesome. That, like, the Jordan thing, was a killer. This is, the thing for bro. Me. this is where the debate has become. He did more for basketball than anybody. It's LeBron. Yeah, like he globalized the game. He globalized the game. As far as LeBron and Jordan, that's the argument now. It's just he's it, never lost in the finals. How can you be second place? How can you how can you be six for six in the finals and be not be the goal? Because Scotty's six for six in the finals and we don't and, care about and, him and at loaded all. Loaded Lux said it's not if you won, it's but, who you but, fought. But that nigga Jordan last shots and uh the 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 the, the, the shot, the flu game, shit like that is what make Jordan the goal. Not all that other bullshit, man. Jordan. So was can I ask you a question? Who who the goat in boxing? Floyd. 
Floyd 50 and 0. That's why you going off it? Some people will say not because he pick and choose, which, you know, it's other people who are 89 and 1 and 92 and 3. And, Cause somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody told me this one day. was like, oh, Jordan, you know, he never lost in the championship. And then turned around and was like, Ali's the best boxer ever. And I'd be like, but Ali lost That's five times okay, I see in the championship. And I'd be <laughs> like, Floyd's 50 and 0. And it's just like, you, you can break it down to that one seminal thing. Okay, but the look, game is just Can- too much. But Canelo, right? Canelo was what? Canelo only lost one fight? 53-1. Okay, who did he, lo- he lose to? Floyd. Floyd. All right, I say it all the time. Floyd beat a 23-year-old Canelo. Okay. See, no, he just beat Canelo. See? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just, no, that's not a dip. No, don't say 23. Just say he beat Canelo, No, I'm saying, no, no. You're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying the fact that Floyd beat Canelo But throwing his 23. age there was, you trying to call him a young buck. As no, it, as no. If it was no you're, value you're not, in that. You're not missing, no. you're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying the fact that Floyd came out of retirement. That's what he's doing, right? No, that's not what he's doing. No. Missing, y'all, are, y'all, y'all are missing what I'm saying. He's a Floyd fan. I'm well, a Floyd fanatic. Oh, all right, all right. Floyd was 36 <laughs> oh, right. and out of retirement. Floyd was 36 when he fought Canelo. Because they'll always be like, oh, you know, so-and-so fighting in their prime. I'd be like, 23 for a fighter is your prime. Floyd was 36 years old when he fought Canelo. He's no reason for him to win that fight. He dominated Canelo. Okay. That shit was amazing. Nah, my, my so, bad. Yeah, no, nah, you, you completely heard that wrong. Because people love to say that. Like, no. if he fight again, I'm like, God no. damn. Like, no, 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 no. Floyd, to me, is the best ever just in and We had this whole discussion the other day. Two days in, ago, yeah. In and out the ring, it's just, it's nothing to compare him to. It's, it's, it would never be. He made the most <laughs> money. He took the least amount of punishment. He beat he, he did everybody that he possibly that, was, that was his contemporaries that they said was better than him. My thing is with LeBron, if I have to rank you, as a player, like this, 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 <clears throat> this, 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 I'm going to give him an A-plus in more categories than just about every other player out there. And that's not I a agree. knock. No, I agree. Jordan I agree. defensively I was great, but I don't think Jordan had the court vision that LeBron has. Yeah. He's 6'10", and he's a point guard. He just he, It just is what it is. It's like LeBron's physicality. Like, literally, I hear old niggas be like, oh, they they to tore LeBron up in the 90s. It'd be like, bro, LeBron's 6'8", 6'9", 265. He would average 74 Charles points Oakley and 37 six, seven, rebounds two, a game. 30. Like, what the fuck do y'all think <laughs> exactly? Niggas think because they old uncles, they niggas used to take the trash out every day that they was like yeah. the strongest niggas. And it'd be like, no, nah, nigga, LeBron spent a million dollars a year on his body. He really the strongest, fastest fucking specimen you ever seen play this game and you look at the older niggas like think about this you know when jordan started lifting weights like 91 88 <laughs> he's like man i'm getting my ass whipped yeah I'm, i gotta start yeah. lifting weights yep. think about the nba didn't have a strength and conditioning program yeah. till 94 and that's why you look at these older dudes larry bird drafted in 80 back blowout he done in 88 magic johnson drafted in 80 hamstrings blow he done he came back, made a couple threes. It was like, all right, yeah, it was cool. When Magic, if you ever get a chance, watch when Magic came back again in 96. <laughs> it's the most depressing shit. You he start backing down as soon as I'm he got the ball. I'm talking about off the inbound. <laughs> Man, was on this show. The whole court. No athleticism. No moves left at all. It's like they literally had 10, 11-year careers. Whereas like now you look at these dudes and it's like, Brown gonna do a dub. Kobe did a mm. dub. Dirk did a dub. Duncan did a dub. Garnett did a dub. Like it's just they rung it off. Michael surviving today's game. Yes. Yeah, and how much sure. would he average? The the game you can't because Jordan was a mid range. He's the mid range goat for real, for real. But like we just talked about nowadays, Carmelo took a two pointer and straight had to apologize. My bad. I'm sorry. Melo turned <laughs> to his bitch. I'm like, my fault. My fault. I'm tripping. My fault. It ain't 04. I'm, I'm sorry. Coach like this. <laughs> ass off the court. Like, real shit. So it's like, Mike was smart enough 
and that brilliant of a player, yes, Mike would dominate any area you put him in. The GOATs always will. You take Biggie out of 96 and put him in 2006, he's better than everybody. You take Jay-Z out of fucking, with the big fedora out of 96 and be like, well, think about it. People literally always be like, man, we want reasonable doubt. And Jay like, man, go buy the old reps. You know what I'm saying? My question is, they, if they can't touch Mike, that's the big thing. They, they was punishing you, like you said, 88. But now put them in. But the thing is, they weren't really playing defense. They were just fouling. Also, you got to look at it like when Mike was playing, there's only a few athletic players. Right. Exactly. There was really no he, one he, that was He was as the athletic. only one of his kind. You put J.R. Smith back then, he would probably have a score. Like Zach Levine is as athletic as the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like 22 more possessions like, per yo, game. I'm not even trying to be funny. It's a clip. The real shit, it, it, he would have fallen into the to the fold. Not saying he would have been average. He would have been the shit. But he would have been a perennial all-star. He'd have been the fucking man. True story. There's a clip. You can pull it up online. Damian Lillard is guarding Steph Curry. It's the funniest clip you've ever seen in your life. Damian Lillard, who's one of the most physical, physically gifted specimens to ever touch a basketball court. They come across the half-court line. Steph runs through a pick from Draymond. Draymond, uh, Damian Lillard's hawking him. Comes to the side, to the to the corner. Realize Damian Lillard was still there. He comes through another pick from Zaza Petrulia. Gets to the top of the key. Dame's still there. He goes through a double pick from Clay and Draymond again. <laughs> gets back to the corner. 22 seconds going in the shot clock. He gets the wide open three. Drains it. He lost Damian Lillard running through four picks. That was a simple possession. Could you imagine Mark Price <laughs> running after this? <laughs> it would have been a bloodbath. So it's like the <clears throat> game just moves so yeah, fast evolved, and so yeah. quick. They're so strong. They're so smart. And like I said, there, there, there are so many more possessions to the game. So, yes, you take Wilt Chamberlain out of this era and put him there, he's going to dominate. Shaq in this era, he going to dominate. The greats are the greats. That shit's never going to, you know what I'm saying? My thing is the rest of the game. Okay, so you rank LeBron one. Who's two? I got Jordan two. And then who's three? <sighs> I love Kobe. Kobe's my guy. I get it. Rest in peace, Kobe. There be times where I just look at Shaq as just that dominant nah. of a force. He couldn't play I'm in the a, fourth quarter. I'm, I'm, I'm not give a liability. Get where I'm going with this. You know I'm a Kobe fan. <laughs> Shaq in his prime was that insane because he could pass too. I yeah. just always found it to be like kind of interesting that he was that big and was that skilled with the rock. Like when you really watch Shaq do all the goofy shit that he do, dancing with the Jabberwockies, uh, he's not supposed to do that shit. <laughs> he's 350 pounds and 7'4". He's not supposed to do this shit. His, <clears throat> the thing with Shaq was he didn't have what Kobe had. And that's why a lot of times, a lot of times I've said it, I'll be like LeBron, Jordan, Shaq, and Kobe. Mm -hmm. And it'd just be like, if he had half of Kobe's mental fortitude, would be nothing to talk about. Where, where does, the Lakers would have won seven where, where does Tim Duncan fall in on your top ten? Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Tim Duncan's right there. He likes he's the top best, seven, top He's the best eight. power forward ever. And the power forward position, because coming from the 80s, 90s, is loaded. I think Tim Duncan is better than Malone, better than Barkley. I got him better than Garnett. Mm. Only motherfucker I might mm. not just because I'm a personal fan is Dirk. That's he's number two like, I'm a Dirk fanatic, though. Everybody knows that. I'm a Dirk fan. I went to Dirk's last game in Charlotte. When I was in high school, I was a Dirk fan. Like, Dirk's my guy. Yeah. So, he was the offensively, first four. yeah, he was a juggernaut. But Tim Duncan just fundamentally sound. Mm -hmm. It's just, 
Tim Duncan is literally the Honda Accord of basketball. That's real. Yeah, he had something like, like four straight like, seasons. Real shit, he durable as shit. Yeah. He's just going to be there. He had boring. like four straight seasons with 2,000 points boring, and 15. Yeah, he going to win the J.D. Power Associate yeah, Award for best, for best of Dan. <laughs> he, he had like, <laughs> under 20,000. <000. laughs> I saw a stat on Duncan where it was like he was the only player in NBA history with four straight seasons of 2,000 points and 1,500 rebounds. Yeah. Every like just it's the same shit every time. But like, like how you talked about nobody wants to be Steph Curry. Like nobody wants nobody. to be nobody. Not like, a human. You ever see Tim Duncan in his off day swag? You like <laughs> what the fuck? Like arrest this nigga. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he look like a nigga that be on to catch a predator. Yo. Some of that shit that he be wearing, he looks terrible. I seen Tim Duncan in Birkenstocks <laughs> with Matt, big Matt, ass Matt, size twenty seven Birkenstocks. Matt, let me ask you one question about mm. Jordan though, because you said a lot of stuff in there. If he was just as crazy, which I agree with Sean on, and I think that's the X factor here regardless, mm -hmm. don't you think he'd be pissed off enough to be like, I'm just a mid-range shooter, and I'm going to stay in this gym until I'm a three-point shooter? Right. I, that's what I'm saying. Jordan yeah. is brilliant. He's he's a mm. great basketball mind, so he would have figured out any error. But here's my one, John. Exactly. I think people miss this shit a lot. Jordan got to run around and act a fool with no social media, no 24-hour no news cameras. cycle, no cameras. Yeah, there's that. The, Mike left a playoff game and went to AC. <laughs> they would have torn Mike apart on social. All this shit. Like, yellow-eyed Mike? Yeah, right. <laughs> yellow-eyed Mike. <laughs> I say that shit all the time, and I hope this shit go viral. He didn't have the flu in the flu game. <laughs> that nigga was going off the henny from the day before. My, Mike was drunk. Do you want to know the rumor I know about that? So I, I, my whole entire family grew up outside of Chicago. Dominant Bulls fans. He uh, supposedly he was bet. I bet you can't pull off whatever he scored that night. Was it 37, 30, 30 yeah. something? 37, I bet you can't score 30 points, stand up all night, hungover. It was Dog. something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. We goes, all we watch. all we all adults that have lived a love, enough life. Have you ever had the flu? Yes. I'm gonna tell you what the flu is like. Your body is literally aching. You cannot yes. stand up. You cannot get out of the bed. So playing basketball at a professional level is a no. In the finals. But you know what you do when you drunk? Give me the ball, nephew. Give me a ball for the nephew. I'm showing you how to do it, nephew. Watch out, Scott. Like, when you drunk, you can play ball all fucking night. So Mike ain't had a flu in so, that game, dog. That nigga was so, on. So you think it was, you, wait. So you think he was hungover? Yes. But when you hungover, it's like your body aching though, right? No. Not the flu. It depends on what time you stop. It depends on what time you stop throwing up. <laughs> yeah. I don't drink. But I thought, I thought hungover. You still had an ache though. Like, I think Mike was actually on, like pre-hungover, <laughs> and that, like still they say, on. They say the only way to get over hangover is to keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Real shit. He had Henny. He had Henny in his Gatorade. <laughs> Did you Fire watch me up? Did you watch the last dance? That nigga was pitching quarters yeah. with the security. Like, Mike yeah. was a lunatic. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, his competitive spirit is always going to drive him to be Michael Jordan. We know that. But in in that era, and like in this era compared to that era, it's just so many other factors that these players have to worry about that they just think about it. LeBron got to be on the front line of like <clears throat> fucking civil social justice movement. Yeah, like, yeah. Mike would have been like, man, Mike, you don't give me a cigar. Man, get Mike, the fuck out of my way. Mike said Republicans buy shoes too. <laughs> <laughs> fuck these niggas. Talking about? Like, it's just, I, I, I know Michael Jordan is great. And I, I like the argument because it's going to go on forever at this point. But the argument is LeBron, Mike, and then Kobe, if you want to, yeah, I'm saying. 
I think we've gotten past the whole Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell thing, at least for us being younger dudes. No, I respect the opinion. I just can't call somebody the best all time that lost. Like, you're the leader of your team. and, and y'all I respect your perspective because it's consistent. Because yeah. you said the same thing about Floyd. Like, if you would have. Yeah, if you would have. Yeah. I, I threw that out to see if you was going to say Ali because I was going to go off. Y'all but, can say what y'all want to say about Jordan. Every six times he went, he found a way. Yes. He found a way. It's about finding a way. But also, he got he was gambling Coming out with a w. so much that David Stern was like, yo, go play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> like, take a couple years off. It's like, man. you bird magic. <laughs> Get the fuck no, out it's of all about It's all about coming out with that W. So no, he like, found a way to, he had the will to, he had a greater will to win than anybody in history of sports. Him, Kobe, and he did, Tiger and he Woods. he did move around. I look at the, 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 what LeBron is. The biggest, strongest, fastest, all put together thing we've ever. Oh seen. no! Players starting to say Kawhi the strongest. Not, but you can't totality. They starting to say Kawhi is the most wiry, being, the most with him being as fast as LeBron, <sighs> as smart as LeBron, as viable as LeBron, as much of a leader as LeBron. Kawhi Leonard straight was like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm not playing this year." <laughs> <laughs> so y'all figure this shit out. You imagine if LeBron straight took a year off. And they said, "My, said my thigh hurt." They said, "Well, you're medically clear. I'm still not coming." Yeah. My who's winning, who's winning it all this year? I th- at this, I, who's this, in the finals? Real quick. Okay. The NBA came back way too fucking fast. <clears throat> they did. Everybody is hurt. Yep. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Damian Lillard. Uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Donovan uh, Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. What's his name's out now? James Harden. And B missed a bunch of time. B missed a bunch. It's just they came back way too fucking fast. So this season is really like a, how can you? How, how can healthy? You, it depends how, on the health in, in I, the summer. I, my prediction Sixers and Lakers. I don't think Brooklyn is going to hold up because them they barely play together, the three that they got. And I just yeah. think that the Sixers are going to find a way to make a way, and I think it's going to be – Embiid is the MVP of the league. It's going to be the Sixers and the it, Lakers. It really comes down to Ben Simmons. The Lakers caught a break with Donovan That's Mitchell and Jamal Murray going out. If Ben out. Simmons steps into the joint, like you seen Kyrie was like about not being as good as me mm. or whatever. If Ben mm. Simmons steps into it, the Sixers are – the Sixers me, might win the finals. It's all about Tobias Harris. That nigga cold as shit. He he good. Yeah, with, I, with, I, with Doc I, Rivers, he cold as fuck. Tobias Harris is crazy. No, under Doc Rivers, he not phony. I ain't gonna hold you. Coach, we, we, we give Doc a lot of shit up here, but Doc has been like pretty good this year. Yeah. He, we always make jokes. They closing games coach. better and yeah. everything. Like they just lose and Doc like ah, ah, yeah. I don't know. But I want to see I want to see Phoenix go very far though. I want to see. They have a chance. I want to see Phoenix. They definitely got a Western Conference final shot if they avoid the Lakers. I want to see Chris Paul. Like I don't. I don't think they have a Western Conference final. They, they, you got They close games well. They shoot free throws very well. And I'm a Devin Booker they're, fanatic. They're, they're really. Every, I, I was the first Devin Booker fan in Philly. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Lie to me. Am I lying? Nah, straight up. I've been on Booker since college. Really book my man. I fucks with Devin yeah. Booker. When Drake said, uh, wet like I'm book, I'm like, man, like, <laughs> best fucking song I heard all year. About time somebody showed up. About time somebody got it the fuck together. Like, book my man. But I, I, I just, the Lakers are too good. If they healthy, it's just, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's like, what you yeah. gonna do? You know what with I mean? With Drummond, with Schroeder. <laughs> all right, last thing for real this time, because. Yeah, we went, off we went super off the rails. Talk about your relationship with BFB the Pac-Man. That's my fucking guy. The realest rapper. Um, BFB the Pac-Man is the realest rapper. Uh, hold on, I want you to record me saying this <laughs> shit. Like, 
No, mind, dude. No, do your thing. Nah. Yeah. But um, back to what I was saying. Um, BFB the Pac Man is the realest rapper like I've ever worked with. Um, still the same guy. Um, you know, a lot of guys let followers and money get to him, but he still we still talk on the phone, give each other advice. Um, and it, it's just it's just a relationship money can't buy. You know, uh, he used to diss me in songs and shit like that, and and now we cool though. But BFB the Pac Man is. He's a real one, man, and you don't see too many like that in the game. You could tell um, morals. You know, a lot of people don't have morals, and he's one of a kind. He still works a job, like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he's still him. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> I guess it'd be my last question, because I... <sighs> we I, had 34 last questions. Yeah, 34 <laughs> last questions. This is for the 35th one. <laughs> How do you feel when you hear a track and you're getting dissed in it? Um, it's more of a compliment than anything. Like, it's 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 like I'm not emotionally strong enough to. Yeah, it's more like a <laughs> where that nigga at? No, I, like I, I, we laying something down tonight. Like I, somebody diss me in a song, I already know I'm going to the booth, nigga. Yeah. I'm dissing the whole family. We going full push the T on this. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's more of a compliment though. Like I don't really ever ever get my feelings when a rapper diss me. Like my weight loss was on World Star last year, and it's like it goes viral. It's viral now again. Mm. Literally, the comments on the World Star Jump was just like, where is this pussy? I'm about to go to make <laughs> no, the it. World, the World Star comments is different. Oh, that shit is ridiculous. They be like, this nigga's a bitch. I met him in third grade. I took his lunch money. But like, they don't even know. Don't Yo, even know. it was ridiculous. <laughs> he looked like a pussy. How? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I always want to know how that feels to hear your name in a diss track. Have you no. ever been dissed and you was like, I deserved it? Like, that you, you got dissed and it was justified that they dissed you? Nah. <laughs> Cause I don't really be out here like like um I don't really be out here fucking with people. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I do, um, is for a reason. But um I've came damn, I have came up in a few disc records where like, yo, like I've heard how, how Jones you, and I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, hey, cool you already nigga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, talking the phone. Yeah. Like, damn, how you know? Yeah, yeah. That shit <laughs> came up before, but like I said, it's more to get your attention. It's not really Yeah, yeah, that's where yeah. like you're not a rapper. Yeah. Like, you're not like talent. So it's like this and you. Yeah, it's like, more to get my attention. Like, like I know I know niggas that used to do that shit in regular life. Like they had diss a nigga that they like, and then be like, but well, then when a the nigga curse them the fuck out, they'd be like, damn, bro, I'm I'm just trying to see what's exactly. up. Exactly. Like it'd be so yeah. weird. Like I know niggas was making friends like that. I was like, somebody gonna pop you. Like you gonna diss the wrong nigga and he not gonna want to piece it up. He gonna I remember years ago on some silly little hood <laughs> beef we was young boys, a nigga was saying that I was scared to come to the park. So I called him and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, I saw you at the park yesterday. He was like, man, niggas told me you was talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I literally just saw you at the park yesterday. So it's like, it's always goofy shit. It's like always that. like that. Yeah. That's funny as shit. Uh, anything you want to shout out before we wrap this up and get up out of here? Man, we man, appreciate you first of all. I just really want to say shout out to y'all, man, for y'all consistency. And, um, um, you know, uh, shout out to Twani, too, for making it happen. And um, niggas, shout out to niggas niggas soldier out for a <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody, and you know, shout out to y'all though for sure, man. Yeah. And um, we on TV now too on NGTV, local okay. uh, startup yeah. uh, television network. So this gonna be on TV. Hopefully, this joint, you know, do some numbers. And, and anything y'all need from me, like if if I have like BFB the Pac Man when he come to Philly, if y'all want him to slide through, we need everybody um, to slide. Anybody y'all need that y'all feel like you know I have a relationship with, I just want to see y'all grow. 
because y'all been fucking with me for a long time from the and, from uh, the from the floor facts and you know i'm all about giving back and um like i said before each one teach one you know yeah, i definitely gonna come down there and see the farm and come, you know talk man, about this come strand. On. no i'm dead ass serious. yo come on that'd be man. cool to have my own strand come on. oh yo and also <laughs> this thing is mobile we'll move around <clears throat> so it's like if you got some shit that you know you doing yeah. or whatever we could pull up we'll we'll pull up man and, yeah. and get some content yeah, we sure. make money now we can afford tickets yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's fucking up. Yeah, yeah, this ain't a labor of love no more. John, yeah, we, but, we, uh, we on a Greyhound. We got stopping Gary in the end. I'm gonna definitely um get y'all one with BFB the Pac Man and um like I said, any other artists that I work with that eventually blow up, they'll be on here too. Right. Yo, you were supposed to start a podcast. What happened with that? Um, I'm still in the works with it, but some shit kind of had came up, but um, it's nothing. Like I said, I got too much going on. Yeah. So podcast a lot of hard work because the it's, main thing is you got to be consistent. You have to more be. so than being interested yeah. and engaging. You just got to be fucking consistent. If you tell motherfuckers we come out on Monday, Tuesday, whatever the day is, you got to be there Yo, every Monday, Monday, Tuesday. And that, we talked about it earlier, and I, that's the last thing we can allude to. You talked about the whole consistency shit. Yeah. And it's like, yo, when people expect you to be in the movie, he's talking about um. If you take a day off, you you out of yeah. here. Literally, people, we record and we drop on Mondays now and we drop for our Patreon on Tuesday and shit. Subscribe to the Patreon, uh, only official TRP. We literally, now, Monday morning, motherfuckers is like, we're the podcast. Motherfuckers right? is hitting me. Yo, what's up with the new episode, yeah. bro? Like, if we drop five o'clock every Monday. It's 9 a.m. <laughs> first off. <laughs> like, that's oh, because how... I thought you niggas recorded on Sundays. Yeah, that's what consistency gets you, though. And people expect it. It yeah. become a part of it. You know, and a lot of people, they whatever you want to do in life, when you when you're not consistent, the people who want to support you, they're not going to. People love supporting people that they, they, they can brag about. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you're not consistent, it's like you look like a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. So nobody. Like you told me about this shit. And they ain't do nothing new exactly. in three weeks. So why should I support you when you don't even support yourself and you have stepping? Right. So yeah, being consistent is is key, man. It sounds cliche, but that's the realest shit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We appreciate you coming man, up. Man. I appreciate thank you, it, thank man. you, thank you. I'm gonna get you that uh, Chinese New Year bottle of Henny to you for sure. Okay. And um, other than that, man, make sure y'all uh, subscribe to the podcast. Go to the website officialtrpe.com. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash officialtrpe. It's your boy C Diddy. Matt makes you sick. The legend Sean Cotton. <laughs> we appreciate you, bro. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going to have me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going to have me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba da ba ba ba.